What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to another exciting show. As always, I am your host, Kevin from Cigar Prop, and uh, I'm coming to you live. I screwed that up. We changed this last week, and I forgot to write it down. So, and now I guess halfway through, and I realize that either way, I am coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Asset Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Joining me, as always, is my co host, Care Viajante of Stogie Road Cigars. Care, how was the sound this week? Remember when we blasted everybody last sounds week? Good. Sounds good, yeah, it sounds really good. All right, so right on. Um, yeah. and I'm doing okay, thanks for asking. You're you're welcome. It's uh, it's only two, show number two. I changed the beginning. I shouldn't have, and then and now oh. it's just we've been doing the same beginning for like a year. So. I blame the producer. Ah, uh, speaking of producer background, uh, joining us is producer Jessica. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, care. We got some fantastic news today. Um, yes. Yes. What what did what news did we receive? You, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do it because you do a better so, job of explaining it, so, it because so Charlie Half Wheel the consensus list came out today and we did not make the top 25 but we scored 11 points for the Silent Green number three on the Half Wheel consensus list and you know how many you know how many uh, points the Opus X scored zero the Opus X got zero points I think they got nine I was told zero. Jen said zero. Don't listen to Jen. I looked at the so, spreadsheet. Uh, spreadsheet either way, Opus X got less than us. And I'm not saying anything against Opus X. There were so many cigars <laughs> below us. There was there was like 50 cigars below us. I mean, there was a lot above us too. I'm not gonna lie. There wasn't like just 26 above us. Well, know, I think keep... some of the, I think the highest count was like two or three hundred and some. So there's a big yeah. stretch between three hundred and eleven. However, <laughs> Yeah. There are numbers lower than 11. That's it. There are people. So it's exciting to actually have a cigar, make it on a list. Of, well, really didn't make it. It made it on a spreadsheet that was used to make this list. This is the cigar that made the list that was used to make the top 10 list That's that it. we were not on. So right on. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know if uh, you caught it, uh, vice versa. Uh, yes. our cigar with uh, Fratello cigars that drops in two weeks. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but uh, he's well, he told did. me not to say it. And if anybody knows me in this industry, if you want me to say something, you got to say, don't say that at least three times. Even that um, doesn't work. So, yeah, even that doesn't work. So, yeah, that drops in two weeks. So I'm super stoked because that has a chance of making a lot of top 10 lists next year twice, one for either end. That's what I'm, that, I, I want to be. Like the first cigar that makes somebody's top twenty-four list twice. Like that's usually not possible. You can make four. So you can make four. One full cigar from one end, one full cigar yeah. from the other, then cut it in half and eat yeah. half. Yeah. That's that's pretty good care. 
don't don't get my hopes up. I'm just gonna go with twice. All right, but uh, speaking of cigars, I need a cigar, so let's get right into it with the cigar medics humidimeter cut and light. Remember, with the cigar medics humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them and know when to smoke them. I'm using the new uh, cigar medics humidimeter pro, and I thought you I thought have you the used old to one. say you know when to cut them. No, you know when to hold them uh, and no 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 when to smoke them. What's that? I thought you're the producer. Aren't you supposed to produce Listen, it? That's I, it. Kevin's off a little bit. So Six, 63.3%, which is fantastic because this cigar has been sitting in Jessica's humidor for uh, well, uh, quite no. quite some it, it time now. Is that a lesser humidor? humidor? It was in a tougher door. So, Care, what, uh, what, what is your cigar? Mine is uh, coming in at 62%. Right on. And what are you smoking tonight? I'm smoking the the silent green number three, right on. I am smoking um, the Gurkha Revenant from the uh, Smoke In Cigars 2021 Advent Calendar. Um, so uh, the cigar has got some age on it, and uh, and uh, I like I I not ashamed to admit that I do on occasion like a Gurkha cigar. I love Gurkha cigar mm -hmm. Wani, and uh, this cigar will actually take us into our first little segment with uh, with Abe. But um, Jessica, what are you smoking? Um, I am smoking uh, a cigar from Illusione called Cigares Privé. If that's how you say it, Privé. Privé. So the Cigares Privé. Uh, this was also from the 2021 Smoking Advent Calendar. So I shared with Kevin. Now he cannot have any more after this. Yeah, now I also now saw the yeah, few yeah. other cigars that I'm like, you haven't smoked that yet? And nope. she's like slapping my hand away. Leave like, me alone. If you haven't smoked that sin compromiso by now, I'm just going to take no, it. No, you're not. So you're now not she's mine. got now she's got to hide it. That's so, hilarious. Uh, so all right. So before we bring on our guest, I gotta turn that light on. I'm a little dark tonight. I readjusted my my overhead LEDs and uh, there we go. I think it's a little little brighter now. All right. So before we bring on our guest tonight, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners uh, for making this happen each and every week. J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars. We are the muscle. Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars, deep in flavor, deep in your mind. K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course Drew Estate and Experience Acid. So, waiting patiently in the Experience Acid Green Room is host of KMA Talk Radio's show. Uh, once again, I see. I need. I need yeah. what Abe does. It's just he just needs to talk, and we let the producer do all the work. Um, I need Alex. Uh, oh, and wow, along with that. Jessica. No, oh he my is God. really doing <laughs> well tonight. Dude, I'm just sitting here. I, I ain't gonna host of KMA Talk it. Radio and owner of Smoking Cigars, Honest Abe DeBabna. Oh, you're muted. You mute yourself, Abe. I just on, I'm muted. I, sorry. You, Abe always makes me nervous. You always do. I know we're wow. friends, but you but you have your own show, so I feel like you're always judging me. Um, <laughs> no, I would never judge, but I will comment. Why don't you mic up Jess? We uh, uh so yeah, so I just went when uh, when I she talked because he I just, wants Alex. I, <laughs> you know I just I I turn I turn my mic around. So when we get the new studio built and we'll be broadcasting from behind our bar, it'll kind of be like two guys, uh, the Cigar Authority podcast. She'll always be on screen with me, but she'll have her own laptop, her own mic. Yeah. So it, it'll be the two of us on screen with uh, with care. 
So, and then she'll get to chime in whenever she wants. So, Kevin, you told me it was because she's mic'd all day long. So you just want yeah. this couple hour break of yeah. being mic'd. Yeah, that that that's it. And there you have it. Uh, so how you doing, Honest Abe? Turn it away, man. It's that time of year. It, it is that time of year for sure. Um, well, we're, before we get to, uh, uh, we got a couple things we're talking about before we get to the, that time of year, the uh, the great smoke. Let's start off with Brandy's cookies. How's the business coming along? It's, uh, cookies. She don't want to do it. God. You know. She don't want to do it. Breaks my heart, man. She don't want to do it. Then she had like I know she's got like uh, a friends I mean, that do uh, like et Etsy pages. They got like, someone's mean, got to convince her. Listen, all I need to do is help with the cookies. I do everything else. She don't want to do it. Man, and I can't blame her. She feels she's got a lot going on. We have the four kids and whatnot, but you know, I mean, maybe when I get past the great smoke, we'll have to see if I just steal that recipe. And go to a food packer and see if it can be recreated in a food packer. I bought I bought a bunch here. Didn't tell anybody who made it. They all went nuts. Yeah, they really did. They all went nuts. In fact, they've been bothering me to bring back more. And I'm just telling you, I don't like in the world of cookies. Like oatmeal is the bottom of my list. Like yeah, if I had a of cookies. Oatmeal will never be the one I'll tell you to give me or you know I want. But it's the cookie I'll take over any other cookie. I don't know what what she does to it, but she makes it awesome. So here, here's what you got to do is also is um is get uh get with Evan Darnell you know his son uh they they do the cookies for charity mm -hmm. like a couple times a year and say hey Brandy you know let's uh let's do you know team up with Red Meat Lovers Club and just do a batch for charity and then maybe when she sees it all over online you know I don't think she's worried I think that's maybe what she's intimidated by yeah. the success and all of a sudden you know I don't know I don't know but you know it's one of those things you, know, you can't force me to do it but i'll revisit it after the great smoke you know yeah she doesn't mind sharing the recipe she doesn't mind if i use the name so okay yeah. and uh, i'm just wondering how hard that would be like 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 I, I wouldn't even know where to begin like going to a place and there, asking there are, there are food packers they specialize in that you know if you ever watch shark tank or anything like you know oh, yeah. you have you have this home thing you start cooking it takes off and you know you can't keep up with production you go take your recipe to a food packer they'll actually do everything they'll even package it for you you coordinate mm -hmm. the whole thing Bring you the delivered finished product, which then you then sell or transport or ship. Oh, okay. That's yeah, actually you make less margin, obviously, but you know, it's very effective and efficient, you know, for a lot of small places. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like people that use like printful and stuff for to do t-shirts, you know. Like I said, yeah. you know, you make two dollars instead of five dollars, but right. you don't have food, pack, don't have food packers are a very, very common thing, and most people don't even know when they're getting their product from a food packer. Yeah, that's a, I, I, I've never, I said, I never, never knew that that was, you know, I knew that was like a thing on a grand scale, like Otis Spunkmeyer, you know, and his cookies and stuff like that. But on a smaller scale, I didn't know. That no, bigger companies will tend to just to make their own stuff. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll want more control over it. You know, like they, I mean, food packages like anything else, you know, you don't get a good one. They screw up your whole batch and, you know, quality control. So yeah, bigger companies will tend to do it in the house. It's made more for smaller to midsize, you know? Yeah. And, and quality control, I'm sure there's no problem with that. Uh, get, you know, get getting the quality control out of there. Yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, yeah. But, but it's a very, it's a very big business. So, you know, there are places that have great reputations. You know. Yeah. 
Care. Like a cigar factory, Kev. If you yeah. have your own cigar recipe, we're making your own cigars. You have yeah. someone else make it. Uh, that's it. Care how many oatmeal cookies do you have to quality control before you don't want oatmeal cookies anymore? <laughs> Probably yes. right close to the break-even mark. That's the reason why I wouldn't be the quality control guy. Speaking uh, of Brian, I got to re-up on a bacon order soon. Yeah. Oh my god, that the bacon was that the, the so good. And then like the, the uh, oh, it, it absolutely is. I don't. Yeah, he needs to. Uh, he he. I oh, I, I don't know if he could scale that up, but uh, that, that's a time-consuming thing right there. But that's uh, that's crazy. He sent us some of that like a year ago. Ruined bacon was... forever for any from any other place. For me. Oh yeah, with, without What's a doubt. This bacon you speak of, oh, Rock, Ryan so from the Rocky Mountain Cigar Show makes the best bacon I've had. Mm. Yeah, normally when I get stuff in care, I send it to you, but it was bacon. I mean, it's it's bad. hard to get that bacon away, man. It, well, that it's hard to ship it. You. It's hard to ship it back across the country. Well, you know, yeah, you know. So yeah, I'm sure. but I get it at work, and some of my employees look. I'm like, uh, okay, here, here's a, here's a pack for you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You br bring in like just six strips, and this is all you. You know, moochers get you know split, split it up. I yeah, get the it, bar of soap, but I get skipped on the bacon. Yeah, that's it. I sent you. The, <laughs> I sent you the soap. Be grateful. No, I, I smell good. I just yeah. really, I'd rather smell like bacon. Same, same here. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna dive into our, our first topic for tonight, and then we're just, and then we'll go right into to the great smoke. I know it's what you're here to promote. You've been you haven't promoted it enough lately um, for the great smoke. <laughs> Hopefully, I've got some questions for the Great Smoke that you haven't been asked a hundred times yet. But um, well, I'll tell you right now, there's some names I don't recognize here that are watching. So, I mean, you know, with something like this, it's just a numbers game. We're trying to educate, especially since it changed a couple of years ago. I went to live and vir virtual, and you know, became a little bit more complicated of an event. And I figure probably in year three or four, the majority will finally have grasped exactly how it works. But. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we'll get the, uh, you know, get the, get the word out. And then uh, at least on the podcast <laughs> side as well, get that out uh, this week. Cause uh, um, the podcast people don't tend, you know, they're, they're like a little bit more tuned out sometimes on some of the industry news that when I talk to people that only listen to, to podcasts. So hopefully we'll reach some of those uh, people. Um, hey Kevin, before you get started, I wanted to say one thing to Abe, congratulations on that 2022 advent calendar. We got one. That was a great package. Thank everything you. the 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 coin the christmas coin the cigar selection um i think i probably got through the advent calendar before thanksgiving yeah <laughs> I, I i was gonna ask because you was, were smoking them quick i was sending kevin pictures and i'm just like it, it, i looked like it looked like there was bacon in there um but it was fan great selections it was it was great well i'm Unfortunately, I think we still have some boxes left, so that packaging will be the same for 2023. Uh, probably in 2024, we'll have to <laughs> try something new. But I have something. It's awesome. I have something we haven't even talked about yet, and I'm not ready to talk about. But even another big release for holiday times coming up this year. So that's great. We're already in the works and the packaging and everything, and I think it's gonna. I don't want to say dwarf the advent calendar, but I think it might outshine it a little bit. Oh, I, I've been to cigar shops. And I've seen other advent calendars, and it, just the packaging. Whether you have that through the year twenty thirty, that was it's it's awesome. It is so unique and just. I, I remember you telling us a story behind it, but it was just so freaking great. And the cigar selection was was outstanding. 
it was our first one. So you learn yeah. a little bit more when you do stuff like that. You're like, oh, that was a bad idea. So this kind of next little project we got going on, I think the packaging is going to be over the top and people are going to be blown away. So I think when we come back That's in 2024, you'll be shocked that because we already kind of planned what we wanted to do, but I got these nice boxes I just don't want to throw out. So, you know. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna probably use them one more year. So 2024. So I don't have to worry about yeah. having a smoke in Stonehenge of boxes in my living room. <laughs> That's it. Hey, hey Ron, uh, while you're in China, download our podcast. I don't think that we have any uh, chi- uh, China listeners yet. So just do me that favor. Um, and then um, <laughs> what was I just gonna say on uh, um, uh, not the advent calendar? Ah, just I, complete, I'm sorry, I, I know completely. Completely. Oh. I called you like a month ago, Abe. Remember we had that talk like it was nine o'clock at night. You working on that project yet? Shit. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it was a... me. I, I'm not sure. I got a lot of things going on at once. I talked to a lot of people. I'm not sure which one it is. Okay. I'll uh um I'll I'll text you after after the show. Yeah. Anything else you want to bring up we can't talk about, Kev? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, is there anything else? So, uh, all right, so we're going to get in our first topic for the night. Um, and I'm smoking, like I said earlier, the Gurkha Revenant here tonight. Uh, um, Cigar Wani, uh, um, Juan Lopez, what an absolute fantastic guy. Um, uh, Gurkha is kind of like the, um, the I, I, don't, I don't even want to say redheaded stepchild because it's 2023, and we never know what we can say or not say anymore. But uh, they get beat up. They get beat up in the industry. They get made fun of. And um, another group of, of people that get teased a lot, you know, I, I don't want to say teased, but, but lambasted over the last year, cigar influencers. Um, I mean, it is brutal. Every day we're opening up Facebook and there is someone else, you know, just out of the blue for no reason, cigar influencers. Um, I don't know. I, I know it is like this time of year when all the lists come out, a lot of people get all you know, uh, every every person with the phone thinks that they're a reviewer and, and they and they have the qualifications to to create a YouTube channel and and by God, make their own list. And I'm like, I'm always I'm like, who cares? Who cares? P- people just do what they do. Um, you as someone that's worked with a lot of c- content creators. I mean, any any thoughts on that? You know. I don't know of anybody we currently work with, I would call an influencer. Um, and this is just my personal opinion, so I'm probably going to upset some people here now. But I don't know. The word influencer for me just even has a negative. Almost. Does it? it? It does. It's kind of got a bad taste. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's not a word I would use as, as a positive thing because... I just feel like it's a car salesman that, you know, I mean, we have, we, we, as, as an organization and as a culture, without a doubt have influencers, right. But there are patrons, right. Where they're yeah. not, they don't get anything. They're not looking to make anything. They don't get paid, but yet we see it every day. They're out there influencing. So for me, that's the right kind of influencing, right? I mean, your actions and your what you do every day is a course of your business. That should be influencing people. I I, I don't... I mean, let me ask you. Do you listen to an influencer in any other industry or field? Um. Yes. I mean, I, there's, I, there's three men on here right now, and I can tell you yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I guess it would... It, it, 
it would be to what you consider uh, an influencer. You know, for me, it's 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 any content creator that influences my buying decision um, to make something. So there are people on TikTok, um, like electricians, um, handymen, when they're when they're using a product, and you know whether it's a drywall hole saw, it's these new electrical connectors. You know, they're they're technically influencers, and so I have bought things. So yeah, and that's what I guess you gotta really define what you're considering an influencer to be. Because if you're getting paid, and I'm not really in love with this brand, I'm just getting paid to talk about it. And as soon as they stop paying me, I love whoever else pays me. Right. To me, that's not that that's what an influencer is. Oh okay, okay. Right. That that's what influ my job is to influence people based on being compensated. Yes. You they're, know, they're believable enough to influence people, whether they believe in the brand or not. For, for whatever reason, they just people yeah. follow them and like their opinion, but their opinion is not really based on how they feel. It's just based on who's paying them, right? So for me, that's like you know, it's like car salesman. You know, what I mean, it's like uh, you know, I don't, I, I don't know, but like if you're educating people, if you're promoting it, if you know, you are in both. You guys are in the cigar universe, so. If you say something that you really think, man, I really like the cigar that this guy made, whatever. And if that influences people, I don't consider you an influencer. Okay. You know, that's a different kind of scenario, you know. But the Do funny you have influence? Yes. Will you be influencing? Yes. Are you what I would call an influencer? Not really. But I yeah. think what's interesting too, Abe, you bring up a good point, is a lot of folks who are in that position wouldn't consider themselves an influencer because they're being just honesty and being like you said educating and so on i i've learned over the last several years too i think the word um, influencer has got a bad connotation because folks will use it as a term on describing themselves and a lot of them are just out to try and get free cigars and free product for themselves and really don't even care about the influence because you see them jump from product to product and, it, and it's the payment, whatever that payment may be, like you said earlier, whether it's money, free cigars. So they try and use that term influencer in order to, to to strike some sort of reaction to get to get paid or get something, get some free stuff. And at the end of the day, the only thing they're really influencing is their friends who are smoking whatever they're getting for free. I mean, if you can still get paid and influence people, but not be an influencer, like a perfect example, you know, KMA Talk Radio, I've had we're 12, 13, 14 years now, I forget. But, you know, we've had sponsors every year, manufacturers. And I've criticized some of my sponsors on the show because they did something stupid, in my opinion, or something I just don't agree with. And I've gotten calls from the past. I say, hey, listen, my business relationship with you doesn't have anything to do with my KMA relationship. <laughs> I, I'm a broadcaster here talking to the public, and here we do business. Don't don't confuse this. And honestly, no one's ever really given me that much a hard time. Like, Come on, why'd you? Because it is silly. I mean, if I would tell it to you, I would tell it to anybody. And if you sat in my office, I would say it to your face. That's silly. You know? So does KMA Radio take paid advertising? Yeah. Do I consider that like, you know, influencing what I'm going to say and do? Not really. It's advertising. It's just advertising is what helps fund the show. Yeah. That's it. And, and you, and like I said, and, and I, and I always, you know, look, look to you because I think you, you as a, um, um, a business owner, nobody has embraced 
like the cigar content creator more than you. I mean, you, you've been, I mean, you've worked with the biggest and you've worked with the smallest. It, it's insane. I don't know why. Um, just very early on, I'm going back to pre 2010, you know, when it was still really not that popular. Um, Facebook still wasn't that popular. I mean, I think MySpace was still around back then and whatnot. And, um, there were a couple guys that were in this industry early on. And I just thought that was a great way to communicate directly with the people. And um, we used to we used to support a lot of them. Unfortunately, I think maybe four or five of them still exist from back then, maybe less three. Um, but my deal with them, whenever I would sponsor them or support them or buy advertising from them, was I would always do it where it would renew every May 1st. So if you got me in the middle of the year, you're billing me for a half a year, and then May for because I didn't I didn't want to have to deal with all these renewals multiple times a year. So May first, we and I think at one point I'm going back minimum fourteen years ago, right? I think at one point we had sixteen people. Fourteen wow. people. I mean, these are guys. If I told you the names of them, if I can remember, something, you'll never even heard of them. They're gone. <laughs> They're gone. You have to been in this for a long time to know some of these names, but they were big at the time, and um, we were doing sixteen of them. And it was just, it, it was just always very. We found it very beneficial for us. It was a great way because everybody has their own little universe, macrocosm, and these are guys who were able to develop their own universe really before social media even took off yet, and um, just always been fond of it. And then I started KMA Radio, and then I know there was another radio show that kind of guys. Where our fans spun off and did their own show. I think it was in Atlanta. And then one of the guys died. I can't remember the name of the show. But we just always been supportive of other shows. We always believed my philosophy has always been anything that helps spread the awesomeness of our culture and lifestyle is a positive thing. Yeah. Um, that's uh, how got, it, and, and that's the way it should be. And Steve had made a comment earlier, you know, um, you know, a, a, a long, a long one there. And at the end, it was, it does it seem sincere? Yeah, you know, and th and that's the and that's the big one. Does it does it seem sincere? For example, I had a consumer who loved DTT until we had to let a rep go who was a personal friend. He instantly started hating DTT. Went out of his way to MF me and our cigars in every post where anyone mentioned wow. DTT. That is, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and we, you know, it's not the first time I've I've heard that. Yeah, you know, so, you know, someone just they'll they'll follow a rep. You know, or they'll follow, you know, um, a, a blender. They'll follow somebody, you know, associated and, you know, they'll never smoke that cigar again. They move on and move with the, with that company or move with that person to the next next company. Um, mm. It's it's set. So how, how do you when you had 16, how, how did, especially back then? It was only started, digital. Nobody was doing podcasts back then. They had they had review sites. They had content sites, news sites. Oh, OK. This is back before Half Wheel when Charlie was in another thing. I forgot what it was even called. Um, before he merged with another thing, and they made two two different two different sites got together and made Half Wheel. I forgot what that yeah. was. Um, but uh, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't video content. It wasn't. It was mostly an ad or you know some, something they give us on their page where they did reviews and stuff like that. And you know to answer some of these people' questions, I mean, yeah, everybody's an influencer. I just I, my my comment here is I'm not a fan of just that word in particular because yeah. for me personally yeah. that word almost has a negative connotation. So, you know, 
how I look at influencers in the way I kind of explained it. So I, I, I think they should come up with a more, I don't know, positive. Juan Kensell likes to call some of them promoters, promoters instead of influencer. He hates that term. For some reason, you know what? I never knew he felt that way too, but promoter even sounds better Mm -hmm. than an influencer. Influencer just means like you're just trying to, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, how, how often do you get hit up? Because I said, people will reach out to me, other influencers, people, content creators. Hey, you know, I see Abe's working with, you know, say like Ro- Ryan at Rocky Mountain now. You know, Ryan's pretty small. I'm I'm bigger than Ryan. How, how do how do I get, how do I get, you know, something from Abe? I'm like, first of all, call Abe. Don't put me in the middle of it. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, because I, I can, do, I mean, Abe, have I ever said and ever called you and be like, hey, a friend of mine? No, I don't. I, I don't do that. But it, it, it's really that simple half the time. I mean, that's literally how we started advertising with Ryan. He reached out to me. He's just starting out. He was in his backyard. And I just gave him some tips. I was like, look, dude, you could do very little to accentuate the quality look of your show. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the trailer in the backyard at one point, you know. I like, you do very little to really just make it a more credible show. Whatever, you know, um, we worked with him and we became friends. We're more than just now, you know, a, a business relationship. We're really friends. He's coming down to the Great Smoke for the first time this year. So I get to meet him face to face for the first time. I'm excited about it. Um, and and now we're basically now his like main sponsor of the show. He had a, he had a couple people drop out or I think one big company drop out. He was really depressed and bummed out about it. He's a good, hardworking guy. So, you know, I said, don't worry about it. You just made it up. It was that simple. Yeah. Look. If you people are putting, look, what you guys do, and, and, and believe me, Kevin, you probably found a way to monetize it better than most. There are some people who do this day in and day out and really either one, aren't that driven to be monetized it or haven't figured it out and still go through the churn and have a real job and do other stuff, you know? And how do you not try to support that if they're putting out any kind of halfway decent quality show? All right, good night, Steve. Steve owes me the crash the party. Steve's so foolish. <laughs> he crashes every party. Steve Steve pulls the pin <laughs> on the grenade and then just walks away. You know, let's see how that goes. So how do you how do you quantify um, what you're paying for uh, somebody? Um, say they come to you. I mean, um, you know, hey, I've been doing this. You know, I I want more money. Um, do you ask for analytics? How do you how do you quantify what you're paying, or is it? You've just been doing it long enough. You're just like, eh, I know. Listen, if the guys, if the guys are that savvy, they could pull down the analytics and show you real data. It doesn't it definitely has value. Um, but most of the guys I've ever dealt with, I even like Eric Gutmerson from Cigar Jojo. We get, we actually end up interacting with them so early in the stage. There is no analytics. There yeah. is no data. So you know, honestly, half the time I just say, well, what do you want? That's the easiest question to ever ask anybody. What is it you're looking for? If it's a reasonable request, usually we'll do it. If it's not reasonable, I tell them, eh, okay, well, I'm willing to do this. And that's how it pans out. It's, it's a very simple and honest conversation, you know? Yeah, you know, so so here, here's a perfect one. I mean, people people have said this to me before, you know, uh, Jessica, how, how much is Dunbarton, you know, or they, they got to be paying you quite a bit. Steve says it right here. For two years, Steve has been asking me for a way to, you know, for Dunbarton to advertise and support with him. And uh, I keep refusing his uh, cash. Um, I do. Um, uh, there's somebody else too. You. 
I, 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 I don't, you know. For a long time, and he, Kevin just said, because everybody thinks that we have a business, like, I mean, not other than me buying your product. Or yeah, yeah. Watching your show, and I've tried. Kevin has no room for us. He I mean, said I love, eventually, you know, but yeah, I still, I still support <laughs> Kevin in any way I can. I love what he does. I love the love show. It. That's it. And, and and there are certain relationships I don't want money to get between. You know, it's um, you know, because like I said, there are times, and I've said it, you know, in my videos. You know, um, I'll go to my humidor, and I and I won't know what to smoke that night, and then I go through my my mental like. Who do I owe a cigar pic to a, a picture to? Who who do I owe a cigar in, or an Instagram or a story? You know, and I'm just looking down. And I'm like, ah, I, owe, I don't really want to smoke the cigar. I want to smoke a Dunbarton tonight. You know, but I I don't ever want to have to owe Steve a photo. I don't ever want to have to owe you um, a photo. You know, I just do it because you guys are good dude. I mean, look at the the Connoisseur Club. The Connoisseur Club takes up. Well, I mean, not, not you know when it was you know it was ended last month. I mean that was. 12 hours or so 12 to 15 hours a month i mean that was a lot of work you know but i did it because i loved it i had fun great product i, 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 I will say i think you were actually sad the last the last cigar like it was it, it was it was hard for for kevin to, look, to let go yeah because he really enjoys dissecting and you're really into that like doing the review like yeah. you know going through and doing the point system and and, and, and i never it. wanted money to get involved with that you know but for I the do. record kevin signed up and paid for the membership yeah yeah kevin yeah. signed up paid for the membership i so, i do I, mean, yeah. I do also want to say too i think early on i think what you're kind of not saying kevin because you're just being you um like with Steve and with Abe and everything, which is fine to feel that way. But I feel like you also just want to smoke what you like too. So it's not about owing anyone anything. You just like smoking cigars and that's what you wanted to continue to do. And you didn't want to feel obligated to, to one beholding cigar person or maker. Yeah. That, that, that's you know? why, that's why I've never, I, I've had brands approach me in the past and be like, we want to be your brand. Like that's it. And I'm like, get out of here. You know, like that's, that is not, cause like I said, there, there have been some guys that have fell into that trap and yep. you know, it'll, it'll ruin you. I mean, you, you'd look at that large chunk of money up front. You're like, man, that is a ton of money. And then you just don't see long-term, no. you know, where, where that goes. You know, I think somebody mentioned it earlier, but I think the main thing, the way I, I look at like the influencers or not, and it just comes down to being genuine. You can tell when someone's genuine, when you could tell someone's not really genuine about something, that's what I would like consider like those are influencers you know it's funny Zay, is um i started i started doing a show it's it would have been seven years ago in april um i started doing a show and it it we did it for about five years and i never did advertising i never took money i just did it because i love doing it. i love promoting cigar shops i love promoting cigars and introducing folks to boutique and different cigars that they may not have you know been aware of and then when I uh, Kevin called me and asked me, and Kevin and I had become friends by then um, a couple of years ago, um, and when he asked me to be a co-host on the show, I always respected and I love the fact that Kevin was his show's able to do what we what I was doing, but also find a way to monetize it and still keep that reputable, honorable way about the show. And I've heard people, and I've had friends. I've had, well, I wouldn't call them friends anymore, but I have people that would say, and they talk, they badmouth Kevin. And I was like, 
you know, and I knew the real Kevin and I would hear what they would say. And it was all, it was all BS. And it was all BS because I think that they were on the, they were the antithesis of what Kevin was doing. And, and when you have someone like that, um, I just kind of disassociate myself, wash my hands of it. And Kevin and I talked and, and I was like, listen, I, I just want to be the co-host of your show. It's your show. I want to be here, be a, a great part of this. Cause this is, I, I really love what he's doing. And it's, I I honestly believe it's 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 the best and most genuine show that's out there. I'm a little biased. Yeah. yeah. Cash app, it came through perfect. I said all the yeah. words right. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, I just speak from you know my experience with with hosting a show every night and doing it just because I love doing it and to be able to see his passion, his commitment. I've never seen anybody, and I felt lazy when I first got his show notes. I never seen anybody do more research and more work on every, every, not one show with Abe or one show with Steve. Every single fucking show that is done, there is hours and hours of research that is done behind to 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 make it the best show for the folks that are watching. He's sending us show notes during our show live. Hey, you yeah. need to ask me about this. And unfortunately, you no, know, my phone is different. <laughs> You know, I'm watching it. Thanks, I'm Bill. Phone and <laughs> so I don't see it till after the show half the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. now I just send it to Alex. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of your show, uh, uh, Abe, um, uh, we had Matt Booth on last week, and uh, uh, we happened to be chatting about KMA, and I'm like, I, I really dig your guys' new format, <laughs> and he was unaware that you guys had a new format, and we haven't talked about it, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, because uh, I was telling him, like I said, you guys screwed me. You know, because I was commenting for an hour on the Matt Booth show like a month ago. And then it was like three quarters of the way through. I'm like, son of a bitch, this is a replay. That's you know? hilarious. So, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, why why the new format? I I, I love it, but uh, why'd you switch up the formats on the show? Because you just have to evolve. You know, when I started this 14 years ago, whatever it was, I think I can only really think of two other people that were doing any kind of a broadcast. Um, and I don't even know if one of those guys is really still doing anything in the cigar related world, but, um, so having people on was a real treat, you know, coming to the great smoke is a real treat for a lot of people, right? We have actually multiple people now who come from Alaska. No one's going to do a cigar event in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, no. right? It's not happening. You know, there's not, there's not jumping Juneau in, in, you know, you know, extravaganza. So, you know, it's a treat for them to come and actually meet these principals when they come to the great show. And that's kind of what, you know, back in the day when we started this, we're like, look, I used to have 200 people come to a simple cigar event. I do one every month, uh, except in the hot summer months. And um, over 200 people come every month because they didn't get this opportunity to really get to know principals. So that was that time for them to really meet them, share time. If they met them at the last event, they get to meet them again. Now they already have a little bit of rapport. And it was very pertinent. And... And, and what we did now, we actually probably have been talking for about two years about trying to change this up. Part of it was scary. Well, shit, if we don't have a guest on the show, what the fuck are we going to talk about for two hours? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, yeah. that helps move shit along, you know? So part of it was scary. We just didn't know we would hold weight or water. And um, then after COVID, it just got really worse. You know, guys are just like everywhere now and they became more open. So even if you get a rare guy like a Pete Johnson or Carlito, 
uh, they're doing IGs and podcasts. Cardio's got his own show now. So that whole universe of what we're trying to give our audience just disappeared now. It's just too readily available of a commodity. And after 14 years, I think we developed a fun relationship with our fans where it's not even about that. Look, if I look back at doing shows, there are shows where I'll have a great guest and it was a great show for me. And there are shows where I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Can I really stretch it another forty minutes? I have, I have right? been there. I have mm-hmm. been there looking at that clock. So, and sometimes that segment was the most uninteresting part of the show. We'll be laughing, talking about shit everywhere else, and then we get a guy on and it just go wallpaper. So, um, we just decided just to make it a we're going to hang out show, and that's kind of what it became. And um, I think it's been well received. It's no one's complained, and. Then what we can do is I think we're going to have some guests on, I think next week we're having Michael Herklock on, when there's something specific to talk to somebody about, something going on, we'll bring a guest on. Yeah, because how how many times can you interview Pete Johnson, you, with nothing new going on in his life? How many more questions can you ask Pete? Right? And, 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 And really, even, you know, if I had Pete on once a year, right, once a year, what's he going to talk about? Uh, one new release that may have came out that year, and then what are you going to do for the rest of it? Talk about everything you've ever talked about with him the last, I've been doing this 14 years. Pete's had to be on the show almost a dozen times. Yeah. So, you know, there are newer people to our industry, and and, and there's plenty of people out there that are getting them that information of manufacturers, but we're just going to go to more of a cigar lifestyle culture show, and when we have guests, we'll have guests. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I've been digging it uh, since the. I was wondering how it was going to go, but since the first uh, the first episode, I haven't noticed. You know, like like I haven't I haven't want at the end of the show I haven't wanted for more. You know, so which which is nice. And then you know, what's happened is is that we can we've become so connected with our fans between our personal lives, even with Paul and Alex and me and our kids. Um, that we usually keep the show up. So the one point where it could possibly go down, which used to be a big chunk of our show, right? I mean, almost 45 minutes of the show was you meet your maker, basically. Where you could lose people, we just took that out of the equation. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you you know, it would be great 45 minutes, and sometimes it's not, but we just took that out of the equation. So, and, you know, so far it's working. Yeah, so so right. far, you know, I, I haven't heard a single a single person complain or or anything. So it's it's definitely been it's definitely been nice. I think we've become a culturally part of a lot of people's Saturday mornings now, like just their routine. They'll make their cup of coffee, they'll grab a cigar, they'll sit out, and they'll pull up KMA in the morning. Well, and and it's also you've become part of their uh, all of you become part of their lives. You know where. We're we're fixated on on how much chess Alex is playing. We're fixated on Paul driving around the neighborhood in the golf cart. You know, it's like because because Paul doesn't post that during the week. So now we only get this one one opportunity every Saturday morning to figure out if Paul went to Disney World again, or like I said, you know, just you know a- Alex's kid and you know um, your kids, and so it's uh. You got to hand it to Paul though; he really takes a beating every week. <laughs> he does take a he beating. Really does. He- he does bring it on, though. You know, he, he, I think he eats it up. I think that's his. Yeah, <laughs> that's the inside of him. You know, he yeah. eats that up. 
That, that's it. We're all going to find out someday. It was a, you know, he's an actor. This has all been an act. All of it. The whole time. You know, I don't know. No, I, yeah. I think it's all. Yeah. yeah. It's all. So that's funny. So uh, let's see. Is uh, is uh, connected for sure? Oh, sorry, uh, who who was that? Uh, oh, Charlie. Charlie Creekmore. So uh, right right on, Charlie. Thanks for watching tonight. And this um, week starts uh, season six, I think, of Tale of the Tape. So um, are you are you? I thought you said you were taking two weeks off. So are you back Saturday? I, I think we're back this Saturday. Yeah. Oh, sure. because yeah, when you guys left, you said you're taking two weeks off because everybody wasn't. So okay. No, I think Paul had something and Alex had something this Saturday. We take two weeks off every Christmas and New Year's. So that's a oh. two weeks right there. Yeah. Oh, okay. One week, and then Paul had a last-minute thing he told us about, and Alex had some fishing trip with his son. So usually two of us can run a show, any two of us. Yeah. Alex and Paul, me and Alex, me and Paul. Yeah, and I think Coop, yeah, Coop was out of town, too, for the uh... – I can't run – I can't do a show without at least one of those two guys. Yeah. So all right, so so we'll be back uh, uh, this uh, this Saturday. So yeah, right on, and nice. And if anybody uh, uh, watching or listening to the podcast, uh, there is a uh, a description in the show notes, a cl- clickable link that will take you to uh, uh, to KMA, as well as the Great Smoke, as well as um, all the other you know Apes Instagram Smoke Ins Instagrams. Um, so let, let's get let's get right to uh, uh, the, the the heart of the show here, a uh, Great Smoke 2023. So let's hear, let's watch a little teaser video. Honest Steve here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or we're going to be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home. Your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. So Great Smoke 2023. I don't I can't tell you how many people over the last month that I've heard comments on uh, um, uh, Facebook have have messaged me like, hey, you know, I saw your Great Smoke video from whatever two years ago. Um, can't wait to come down for the day. And I keep trying to keep reminding people, this isn't a day event. This isn't just a one day. Great Smoke 2023 is a four day, you know, extravaganza. Um, we're going to start off with, um, before we get into what, what goes on each day. Um, so you have there, you have uh, base, base companion, and then you have virtual tickets. Are, is everything, I didn't check before the show. Do you still have tickets available for... All formats. We, still, we yeah, VIP sold out in a day this year, which was unheard of and unprecedented. Kind of screwed the pooch on that one. Um, I, normally, it takes about thirty days for VIP to sell out. So we were actually doing the Raji tour in Miami with the winners from our twenty fifth anniversary cigar. Alex and I were in Miami all day, and basically we got back Monday morning and there was no tickets. I didn't even pull out sponsor tickets yet. I didn't even pull out my family's <laughs> tickets yet. So I don't even know where I'm going to make up two tables to put those people at but yeah we screwed the pooch on vip so that's gone absolutely none left there will be no more up um 
There are still general admission tickets. I think there are general admission companion tickets left. That's good for your wife or your girlfriend. If you want to come as a couple, but you don't really need two big cigar packages. And there's virtual tickets left, which is, it's funny. So this is going to be a definitive year on the virtual tickets because it's been such an extreme. All the live tickets have been selling out way ahead of schedule, way, way ahead of last year. Virtual tickets, last year we, we put up, I mean, I'll tell you the numbers, I don't care. We put up 500 Right. So last year after the digital experience, we had a lot of requests. Please keep doing a virtual event. We love this. I love the cigars, the package. So we put a 500 tickets and it sold out so fast. This year? Last or, year. Oh, last year. Okay. Last year. Sold out so fast. And a lot of people were upset because they didn't get a virtual ticket. They knew they couldn't come down live. So they couldn't buy a live ticket. So they weren't able to buy any of the TGS releases because they couldn't get a virtual ticket. So after a bunch of emails, so I have a set number of packages, so I divide them. So I'd allocated 500 for virtual. I literally stole 250 more tickets from the live, and we made one more drop. We told everybody, hey, these are the last virtual tickets. If you didn't get one, here's your chance. That sold out like in three or four days. So it was 750 okay. tickets that went by like that. So this year, we did 1,000, figuring it's a good number based on last year. You know, COVID has left a lot of things that people, I think, still mapping out. I think the, the the live ticket sales have gone up so dramatically because a lot of people who were doing virtual either watched it and said, oh, screw this. I'm going down next year. Yeah. You know, um, or it had never been there and or didn't come last year because they still didn't feel safe and are coming this year. So I might be doing the opposite thing this year and stealing packages away from virtual tickets and moving them to live tickets because it looks like the live tickets will definitely, without a doubt, sell out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because people ask me all the time, hey, we see pictures, you know, like, you know, how is it in person? I go, you can't, the, the pictures, even the video, you, you can't do it justice, uh, you know, from, from being there in person. It is crazy. There's an energy in the air that everybody feels. I mean, by that day, I should literally be a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> and if you see me, I'm running around like a madman. It's the energy of that room and that atmosphere and everybody having a good time. And and you feel it. And, you know, we do our best if you buy a virtual ticket to bring that home to you. I think Michael Herklotz, Kim Keeney, and Paul do a phenomenal job of really trying to make you feel like you're there if you're watching it at home or with your buddies and you're doing a watch party. Um, they've really gelled. And I think... Uh, you know, last year was brilliant, but they got a better feel for it. Because yeah, remember, we do this live. There's no flying in. There's no dress rehearsal. There's no editing. Yeah, this goes live. And um, I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna knock it out of the park this year, just because of the experience of doing it last year. Mm-hmm. You know, for the first time in the format that we did it. So, so on the, so on the, the, uh, the base plus companion. Uh, just so everybody knows, you know, people that may not know. So you you buy one full price ticket, and that gets you. All of the swag, and now, then the, and then the two cigars, the actual yeah. cigars. Because look, I mean, I'll show you my paperwork, right? So, we get we get these commitment forms from all the manufacturers. We got them in August of last year. All right, some may have come in early September, but I'll tell you, over a dozen of them changed. So that's why we don't list the cigars, because even though they commit to it, something happens, production happens. So we're officially good. So 
we say 32 cigars, but if you click on the homepage and you click on it, it will actually tell you the exact 32 cigars. Oh, okay. I, I didn't I didn't click on that, you know. So it, it used so... to say the company's names there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm used to seeing is just the companies. Because we don't we, we don't trust them to put it in print. <laughs> you know, we end up changing it like 10 times before it actually is finalized. So we officially, these are the official cigars, um, unless something in transit gets lost. But everything is either arrived or in transit at this point. You know, because you'll always get at least one person. You know, so you'll, you're you going to get like $800 worth of stuff for almost free. But you'll get that one person be like, hey, I was promised a Tatuaje, uh, you know, whatever, Tuxla, and I did not get that. You know, where's my cigar? <laughs> I, I didn't do the math yet because it's literally just <laughs> dropped, like, I think Friday last week or but it's literally like well over $300, $350 probably in value if you add up the math of the cigars. And then the swag we went this year is over-the-top swag. You get, We have this gorgeous embroidered hat, um, rally towel. You got event beads, um, shot glass, uh, bar key. I mean, you see yeah. it all there. Cutter, lighter, two bags. Yeah, uh, ashtray. ashtray. Yeah. So that's all in there. So, I, I mean, I say the value of that package is minimum 400 400 bucks somewhere in that range and it's 165 dollars. so that's what the ticket gets so the ticket to this event is literally probably one of the best cigar deals you'll get all year and then on top of that we're going to give you a killer experience and that's what that's that's what really it's all about at the end that's it so um people that buy the tickets virtually where you can still get them when do they get there because obviously they get theirs ahead of time when do they get there we'll start shipping those the first week of march because we want them all to be there before event day because if you're doing it virtual, you're just watching one event. We don't broadcast all four days. We broadcast the main event day. So we want them all there before main event day. So probably the first week of March, they'll start landing. Um, what we're going to do with some of our media people, and once we get the final cigars in, you could probably look for it probably the first week of February. Um, we're going to send you your packages early. Okay. That way, because nothing, no matter, that, that graphic is okay. It, it won't. It's not nearly as impressive as, when as, as somebody, do, yeah, doing an unboxing, yes, showing, showing you it. know, is that that's when everybody because when we did the digital experience and we had sold out and all the boxes started dropping, we probably got 300 emails. How do I get this package? This package is gone. It's sold and those have been shipped. So we're going to get the media people early. And if you're coming to the event, your ticket, when you get your package, you'll get a lanyard already. So when you show up, you can just walk right in. You don't have to worry about carrying the cigars or whatnot. And, We'll just scan it like you've been received. So um, we're going to do that a little different this year. But everybody everybody who's a, a consumer will get their packages the first week of March. And if you're coming down to the live event, you'll literally get it that day. Okay, I was just going to ask. So they're they're still getting it when they show up. They don't yes. get it early nope. um, with, with, with anything anything nope. else. They'll get the whole package when they show up, and then they can do their rounds and meet all the manufacturers and collect their 32 cigars. Does that include the tailgate ticket? So the tailgate kit is no charge. It's open to the public. Yeah. First time. This is this is a new event. So you know, here we are, year seventeen, I think it is, and it's still growing. So there's a new event this year that we've never had before. It's an actually official tailgate party. Um, and it's uh, literally was put together by um, Mitch Rockwell over at the Cigar Ruffians, and Eric Espinosa is involved. And from what I understand, I wasn't even involved in this process, but Eric Espinosa has made a limited cigar. Um, especially for the people who come to the tailgate party. I think they're giving the first hundred people who show up to the tailgate party that free collector cigar, which you'll never be able to buy or find anywhere Special else. Special tailgate blend. That's great. I think that's the label says tailgate party. So I, I, I don't know, but 
it's, it's it's the first year we're doing that. So I mean, literally from Thursday night to Sunday afternoon, it's a plethora of stuff for people to have fun, well, make some great memories. Well, let's start off with uh, and and before we start off with with Thursday night, um, I just uh, a question that people do ask. Do they need? They don't need a virtual ticket to watch the event, right? There's no login. They can. Nope, they can. Nope, yeah. No. Nope. We we listen. We put. And Kevin, you've seen it firsthand. We put way too much effort in in the digital broadcast and in our live events for people just not to see it. So we want them to see it. We want to see what they're missing out. What you get as a virtual ticket holder is you get to see it, but you have access to all the crazy. I mean. I'm proofreading our catalog now for the Great Smoke, right? Yeah. You know, you get access to all the crazy deals, the special limited releases. Um, that if you're not a ticket holder, you won't access. You won't be able to access the Great Smoke store or have an opportunity at the, the limited. So yeah. So so if anybody's interested, you could still hold a Great Smoke watch party. Get your buddies together at your local lounge. You know, ha- get some cigars, get some drinks, and then just watch. You know, you can do that for free. So definitely hit up your local brick and mortar. And see if they want to do a a, a watch party because it is it is a, a hell of a, an event. Um, so let's start off with Thursday, March sixteenth, uh, uh, Drew Estate event with uh, Jonathan Drew, right? JD's in the house. It's going to be a big one, man. Um, now is this a, is this a blackened event or is this? Um, I know they're they're starting to promote that, but I, I don't know if that. So I'm trying to hold it a sneeze. So. <laughs> Um, Drew Estates doing a, a blackened events. So we still haven't received our full shipment from our initial order, but they're allocating products, especially for these events. So I'm pretty sure they'll have blackened here. Blackened is pretty much going to be at any Drew Estate event, no matter what. And um, uh, but we're still waiting on our, on our, our, our opening order to be fulfilled completely. Okay, I didn't know if they, if they were going to have the swag, you know, because they have like the 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 cut you now the cutters the all the swag that will be at most blackened events so that was that's what so, I was wondering so what I know now is I know this swag the gift with purchases that we're printing in the catalogs right? oh, okay because that that's my main focus what they're gonna bring at that event I haven't even discussed with but they always bring way more than we ever think they're gonna bring as far as swag and stuff to give away they so I'm I'm you know just like any other major event they're gonna Drew Estate always comes strong. In fact, Drew Estate this year bought bought a portion of the show floor, and they're opening up their own little like store at the Great Smoke this year. Really, first time ever we've done it. So they're gonna have their cigar booth just like everybody else in line. They'll have product to pit, and then they're gonna have like this whole L-shaped store, and they're bringing like a lot of rare stuff for the live for the live attendees at the Great Smoke. I don't even know what they're bringing, so it won't be in the store. Because to be in the store, we have to know well in advance what you're bringing. So there are some benefits of some extra stuff you can get by being there live hmm. than virtual. But we try to accommodate it as much as possible. Oh man, that's gonna be uh, that's wow. gonna be crazy. So for for the people that you know, the, the Drew Estate people, you know, like me, you know, fanboys of all the swag and cigars and everything else, that is just another reason to make sure that you get down to the. Uh, the live events. I know there's going to be people watching virtually. They're going to see something. Don't call me. I'm not. I'm not getting something for you and mailing it to you. So, I mean, listen, meeting, meeting JD alone is always an experience, right? I mean, if you know him well, you love to see him again. If you haven't met him, you know it's definitely a, a thing to get to meet him for the first time. 
Oh, yeah. And then he always brings a great entourage. I'm sure, uh, you know, Ryan Gallimore, Jack Hire, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll be up. So um, Tom Zibrat, you know, all those guys, you know, just such yeah. cool, cool dudes. John does not like to be empty handed when he does it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he needs he needs a group of people like like corralling him because because if not like he'll he'll spend all his time talking mingling, he forgets to eat he forgets to drink, you know if he went if if he went to a bathroom with a urinal there'd be a line of people waiting for him at the urinal, you yeah. know just just to get- he's just he it doesn't matter if it's five minutes or an hour you know if that's where the conversation goes that's just how jonathan is yeah he'll just he takes his time to talk to people and I, that's one of the things I, I love the most about him is he's just genuinely like a good person you know to everyone who he meets and then he remembers like after he meets you the first time like he'll remember something about you oh yeah cra- crazy memory yeah, that that guy has insane so so the so answer john john I, I I know they've committed to doing an activation in the morning where the character people were last year, but I'm not sure if it's going to be the character people again. So. Okay. Are, are they going to have the? Uh, um, do you know if they're having the uh, the uh, um, the activation for the tobacco? You know, having the coffee and the cigars are usually. I think they were there last year with the tobacco. Mm, no, I, I don't. Okay. Um, sorry. Yes, they do. Okay. Bro, it's a lot going on in this <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, that's the stuff I need to worry about, like, four weeks from now. Right yeah. now, I spent the last two weeks just hunting down these event cigars that were supposed to be in my warehouse by the 16th. Oh, jeez. They're supposed to be in my warehouse by the 16th. <laughs> I'll tell you something funny. It should be on my desk. I keep, I keep moving stuff. No, maybe it's not anymore. But um, there's a... There's a I'll look for it later. I'll look for it on the air. But yeah, I'm still hunting down the cigars because we need to make sure we have those early because we have to prepack all the virtual stuff and get it ready to ship getting a March. So, you know, you know, and we keep telling these people this every year because they're thinking, what do you need the cigars for early? Just mind you. Just mind you. Just just for funny sake, right? So here's here's the section where you put down the cigar you're bringing, right? You see, yeah, right here, where my finger is, right underneath the name. It says, event cigars required for <laughs> to be delivered to the warehouse no later than January 16th, 2023, right under where they write the, the brand name. And if I could find my master form, which I just updated recently, um, there's still a lot of people who do it. <laughs> It, it's it's never it's never ending. Um, at least you guys have the space this year. You know, you got the new warehouse to put everything together. Um, or are you out of space yet? Because uh, I mean, I was down there when you were when you were just opening that that warehouse, and you you were already quickly, honestly, fi- filling it up. Uh, yeah, we're getting tight on warehouse space. Yeah, uh, yeah, I might I might have screwed the pooch on that one, Kev. I mean, look, I don't blame myself. Because if you look at the amount of shipping, we were, and you've been in my back room, haven't you, Kevin? Yeah, yeah. So if you look at the amount of shipping that we were doing out of that back room, right? And that back room was half dedicated, <laughs> not even half. It was really maybe a third dedicated to shipping because we had workstations where the graphics guys worked on the, literally on the other side of where the shipping was. And then you walk into this empty warehouse, like 8,000 square feet, and you're like, 
what are we going to do with this space? <laughs> this is like a city. And it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't last. I mean, it, it, it's it literally been a year and two months and we're like, shit, we don't have room. So I might have screwed oh. the pooch on that one. Oh, but as always, you'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. You know, it's a, uh, well, unfortunate. We'll just, we'll just keep packing it in <laughs> until you, know, you can't take it anymore at this point. Uh so and then uh, uh, so so we move on. We got a, a Friday, uh, March seventeenth. Um, we got uh, two events. So we've got uh, um, the Red Meat Lovers Club dinner uh, with Michael Herklotz. The first and, official event with Michael Herklotz, who you know now I really have dubbed. He is the official face of the virtual Great Smoke. Mm-hmm. If you buy I, a virtual I, ticket and you're at home watching, he is your guide. He is hosting it. I mean, I pop on, I say a few things. I'm in it, but he is your host of the virtual Great Smoke. So to do an event with him. Because you got to remember, I mean, when I first asked him this, I think he was still working with Nat Sherman. And right, I don't think he had closed down yet. No. And, you know, he really had no idea what I was going to do. I mean, I think if in retrospect, like knowing, he would have said, yeah. But he really didn't hesitate. He said, if I'm available, I can make it, let me put it together. And he was happy to do it. So, and, um, you know, like a- after that event, it went so well. I literally looked at him. We we're sitting in the green room. All exhausted, our coats off, our you know, relaxed, and, and I said, "So listen, you, you think you want to do this again next year?" Because I was scared you might not. And he's like, "Do you really have to ask me?" I was like, "Dude, I love this guy." So yeah, he's the official host. So to have him for our TGS dinner, and now he has a brand and a company. Um, I'm very happy and excited to have him for our Red Meat Lovers Club. Uh, I shouldn't really call it a VIP dinner, just pre-event dinner, um, and. He's, it's a hell of a cigar package that comes with, with the meal. So he's giving away two Ferrier Tagos, one of each blend. And he actually made a TGS exclusive, uh, Timeless Black, which will be given out to people who are at the dinner. So, oh, yeah, uh, I was going to ask because that, that was one thing I wasn't sure of, you know, if he was having a Ferrier Tago cigar, you know. Yep. Um, uh, with, with, if you with, click with, on the link on the homepage, it literally will tell you in the description. Um, you get one Ferrier Tago 2022 Elegancia, one Generoso. And one TGS exclusive Ferio Tego Timeless Black. That comes with your dinner. Now, if I could just read this dinner, right? Mm. Appetizer stations, beef sliders, Cajun butter stuff, shrimp po'boy sliders, Mardi Gras spiced meatball sliders, Andouille sausage, caramelized pepper, onions, and bourbon sliders, sexy wangs. And then the dinner is going to be a plated 16-ounce strip take, loaded baked mashed potatoes with famous sexy, uh, with famous the sexy bacons out of this world. Uh, yes. Um, and truffle sauce, muffalata salad, served family style. And for dessert, Tom's world-famous white chocolate bread pudding. Mm. Now, are there still uh, tickets available for the dinner? Dinner tickets are way ahead of last year. Um, there are some, but I, I if I'm going to guess at this point, I'm going to say it's probably less than 15. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, that's without exaggeration. And, and if anybody's never been to care, I got to get you to a red meat lovers club dinner. It is yeah. insane. Insane. The amount of food mm. that, that they Just bring with the 200 seated tables. That long yeah. row is epic, right? Yeah. Just one straight row of 200 people. is pretty epic. It, it, it is. Uh, absolutely. Uh, someone had a question. Okay. Uh, right here. Uh, yeah, what's the chance of you guys doing a great smoke on the West coast? <laughs> Nope. 
you know, it, it, it makes it, it. Listen, you could do it virtual. I mean, that's the best I could do for it. Look, you know I, I, mean? I couldn't even imagine logistics of doing it. Tell you a little secret. So someone was trying to talk to me about doing a second one in another location. We were, for whatever reason, engaging the idea. And literally, through this process of chasing people. Because, listen, honestly, putting the great smoke is a lot of work for everybody here. But for most of us, it's fun. It's the creative process. You know, It's coming up with the ideas. And, and that, that stuff, while it's work, it's work you enjoy. But this chasing down people for stuff that they've had nine months to prepare for. Because they hold you up and they keep you from doing what you need to do. That's the soul-eating, crunching <laughs> part of this event. And I really texted the guy. I said, yeah, fuck that idea. There's not going to be another PGA. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit twice Great smoke, Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. No, no. It'll, it'll, definitely be a, it'll definitely be a small one. Um, you know, people so, don't realize it really is an all-year project for us. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and people don't understand is there's like four or five people that put it together. I mean, that really, I mean, maybe, maybe even three integral people who really put this all together for maybe tops. Um, the rest is labor the day of and the week of, you know, but yeah, all the prep is really done by less amount than I have fingers on my hand. It's a lot of work. And, um, and, and those know, people I, aren't just doing just the great smoke that they, they have other jobs. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's basically me and Marissa kind of coordinate the whole thing. We have one other lady who really helps us, Stephanie, coordinate the whole event stuff. And then you have the graphic guys and Alex work on the catalog, the book, and the website in the back end, you know. But just in the event planning side, it's really like kind of three of us. And, and you know, it'll own the warehouse who's receiving and doing a lot of stuff. But it's, it's amazing how we put this on. So um, to do a second one, I, I, I really don't think – I think people will start quitting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think start I start getting registered pretty quick. Uh, I, I, I'm sure. Then it, then it becomes just not fun. You know, it just, you know, it, it's just right now it's fun. Yeah, it really is. And as long as it stays that way, we'll always keep doing it. You know, That's we'll it. keep trying to make it better every year, which knock on wood, we've been successful at so far. You know, it, it, it's like, it's like uh, when, when I used to go to church as a kid, you know, you come home on Sunday. It's like, at least I have seven days before there's no church. It's the same with, same with the, uh, uh, the great smoke. At least I have a year. <laughs> if they had to think I got to do this again in six months. No. But there would there will there will be those people. Yeah. So okay, so we got a um uh, another event uh, on on Friday, March seventeenth as well, um, and that is uh, uh at that's at Boynton Beach, you know, uh, yes. smoke in with uh um Steve Saka, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Now is that going on at the same time? Is there an overlap for people that want to do the dinner and then catch? You know the the Dunbarton event. What what are the uh, the the times for that? So the dinner cocktail party starts around seven seven o'clock. Steve probably will kick off around eight o'clock. Um, but it's pretty much a staple every year, right? So, um, the dinner's typically over by ten. You know, by by ten thirty, before eleven, almost everybody migrates here to Boynton Beach where Steve is still be at and hanging out and having fun so you could literally actually do both events that night if you wanted to yeah we we've always done the event at boynton beach i I like i like it you know every year it's a little bit smaller of an event you know you can hang out you know whoever's there you know i think rocky's been there last couple years get to hang out with Nimish and yes the the crew and then and then everybody from the dinner you know steve sock everybody used to come over 
afterwards anyway. Yeah. So th those, yeah, people were, comes those people were coming over anyways. The only thing that we change this year is all the events are here in Boynton. So there's not going to okay. be. Oh, you're not having up. any. Oh, okay. Not enough room, Kev. Yeah. Not enough room anymore. <laughs> we can house so many more people in Boynton. It's just getting too tight in West Palm Beach. It just can't handle it. That, that was that was the only complaint that I had heard like last year, you know, because we just hung out at Boynton and a few people came over like, yeah, we were over at West Palm and it's just too packed over there. You, Can't know, they, you know, they, they just came over to Boynton Beach instead. We got a bigger bar, bigger lounge, bigger setup, bigger outdoor area. Um, we could just handle a much larger crowd and service them better. So all the events are either at Boynton Beach or at the fairgrounds. Are you bringing in more chairs for Boynton Beach? Chairs yeah. is always a... Uh, Chairs and tables. Yeah, and and tables. I mean, I, I, you know, like I said, rarely do we, you know, we ever sit at a table. Chairs. People is like, you know, I told Jessica we got our chairs ready. We got to bring chairs, Nick. You know, next, <laughs> no, next year we have we have plenty of. I mean, I hope we have plenty. We don't have plenty of chairs this year. That's going to be a good thing, I guess. That definitely a good thing. And then uh, um, you've got the. Uh, um, the 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 thing you stand on the video thing where they spin it around is that going to be at Boynton Beach or is that going to be at the Great Smoke the little okay what video uh, thing uh, not the, we're, we're like you stand on the turntable and they push the the camera around I think Paul was saying the something 360? like yeah the three sixty what makes you think we're going to have that I, I think I think Paul said you guys said that on KMA did we yeah you said that on KMA yeah we have a three sixty it's actually sponsored by Steve Saka this year. Okay, yeah, I I, I thought so. So that yeah. that's good. So is that going to be at Boynton Beach? I didn't know Beach? we put it out there yet. Yeah, that'll be inside. I'll be inside the exhibit hall. The event area. <laughs> okay, at, at the Great Smoke though. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah okay. Be the day of the Great Smoke, because not everybody who goes to the Great Smoke comes to these store events. So that's part yeah. of the experience, you know. Kevin was taking notes, Abe, during that uh, that show. That's why I asked I'm that telling you, I didn't remember we told anybody about that. Yet. <laughs> You're actually like, how, why are you asking that question, Kev? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was it was brought. I want to get one. I want to get one for our new lounge. You know, um, I I did see though uh, the the TikTok hack where you can make one yourself. People actually uh, turn uh, uh, put it on their ceiling fan with a string and then put their ceiling fan on low, and so it spins the phone around and they just stand under their ceiling fan. So, that works too. Yeah, we need to work on something like a clip. You know, that'd be a good idea. yeah, a good, a good idea until <laughs> until someone turns it on high and flings their phone into a wall. To answer Charlie's question, if you're coming down, Charlie, the tailgate. Uh, well, he's going in order, so we're going to get to the tailgate party. I, won't, I, won't, I don't want to ruin Kevin's order. <laughs> All right. So yeah. So uh, um, we we finished uh, Dunbarton Vacuum and Trust uh, the the event. So then we okay. So that that's the next one. We're leading up to Saturday, March 18th. Um, and then uh, we'll start off with the uh, the tailgate event. What time uh, is that? Just when people start, because I think we were there like at nine o'clock in the morning, just hanging out with everybody. What time's the event start? So the event, well, people congregate early. Yeah, um, that's why kind of the activations will be outside. They want to come in, check their bags, get their stuff, and so we always have kind of stuff going on outside. So I mean, I think people start showing up like around nine o'clock. Honestly, VIPs get in at noon. General mission gets at one. Um, so you have time, but there will be an official tailgate party this year. Um, it'll be out in the parking lot. You'll be able to see it. Um, and it's going to be hosted, like I said, by Distinguished Ruffians. It starts at 10 a.m. officially. Okay. So, you know, he says here 10 a.m. to 1230. I, you know, I think by 12, most of the people go in, but it says here 10 a.m. to 1230. So it starts at 10 a.m. The official tailgate party. They're going to have beer, donuts, and, um, first hundred people get a 
um, exclusive cigar to the event. And there's going to be a vintage Airstream Mobile Lounge uh, that a guy who does South Florida kind of promotes it. It's going to be out there too, so people kind of hang out and check it out. So we'll have stuff for people to do early on before the doors open. Oh, that's cool. Is that, uh, um, there's a few people down there now. Is that Amy and her husband um, that's doing the, uh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't book it. Oh, okay. So, um, super cool. What's, uh, what about the tail? Any details? 10 a.m. Great stuff. Yeah. Care. Donuts and beer. Donuts 10 and beer. 9 a.m. Cigars. Come on. That's it. Enjoying cigars. And, uh, but yeah, it was, I remember, like I said last year, just it was like nine o'clock. I think we were there and it was hours before the event, you know, that the doors open and hundreds of people. And everybody was just, you know, sitting around telling stories, smoking cigars and, you know, just just having a having a good time. Yeah, it, so it was, we next actually have a function now this year. Exactly. So and then and then the 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 the, the doors open. People people come in. Um, what can they uh, uh, what can they expect when they when they come into a uh, a great smoke? We hope to make you feel like you're in New Orleans for four hours. Uh, it's Mardi Gras Madness this year. It's themed. You expect a lot of New Orleans style entertainment, New Orleans style food. Um, you know, we have kind of really two separate areas. One is kind of the cigar manufacturer area toward the back where you grab all your cigars and you meet all your principals. And then the rest of the area is kind of all the food, whiskey row and entertainment, what's going on on the stage. Um, we have five people who made a TGS exclusive release this year. And so there'll be five interviews throughout the day. They'll be on the main stage done by Michael Herklotz, which will be able to be watched by anybody there live and broadcast to anyone who has a virtual ticket at home. All right, so um, so the people that get their, you know, obviously their their virtual ticket, they get their pack, they get all their cigars. When you show up, um, you have to actually go to each manufacturer table. You still have yes. the booklet. You're yes. not getting the same just giant pack. You no. still go table by table. But believe it or not, there are listen, I man. People don't believe me when I tell you this, but it's so true. A lot of people think that it's tedious that way. But the majority of people like that part of the event. They like being able to go around, having at least a guaranteed few minutes with each guy, meeting them. And then they get to go back again later when they want to strike up more conversation with them. And honestly, bro, you know, for, for especially the, for you know, some of these people, this is a five hours. You know, so you need some activity in that time, too. So um, I don't see that part of it going away um, because otherwise – where's the interaction or you can we got so much going on at the great smoke you know the majority of people are in the front area so you have people that would buy from the pit and i have a bunch of manufacturers kind of if you ever been to a big smoke you'll know what i'm talking about like i went to big smoke when i was here in miami and like yeah after they handed out the cigars to everybody there was really nothing for them to do and they're just sitting there and Everybody's kind of doing their own thing. At least here, we have a store there, and they're interacting, and they're going back and forth. So for me, that's always kind of been tied to the TJS experience. Oh, exactly. Like Randy had said, it's like, like trick-or-treating for cigars, but getting some good FaceTime. <laughs> and that, and that's and I, and I, I know we normally, like, we'll go through a couple manufacturers, get the cigars, then we go and do some other stuff. We come back, get the other cigars. Um, and, and, you know, and it's just nice getting, I, I would never want that to go away either because you do get that, even if it's just a minute or two, even just a minute getting your cigar, you take a picture and then after it's all said and done, then you come back through the line and 
that's when everybody's willing, you know, willing right. to talk, you know, and hang out. Now, um, John had asked, do most people Uber or take a cab to the main event? They're going for the first time staying at the blocked Great Smoke Room, which luckily that hotel is just right down the street. It's so, like. Well, I, I don't know. We, we used two hotels. So. Oh, you did two? Oh, two hotels this year. Another problem. First time ever, we sold out three complete blocks of hotel rooms oh, in two God. different hotels. And that'll happen before December. Yeah, yeah. So as oh. soon as you announced it, we we booked our, you know, you had that block. We, so we, we I watched those. it go up from 109, I think it was, when it started, to I think 149 by the time the third block went out. But it's still way better than if you book now, you know. Um, so I think next year we're going to look into just taking the whole hotel and selling all our, all the rooms ourselves. Oh, yeah. That would be. Uh, I, that, I think we're getting to the point where we can almost just buy the hotel for the four days. That that would be nice. I'm sure a lot of people want to, you know, hang, hang out at the just the hotel, yeah. you know, during during the you know the off the off time. But yeah, Ubering is not too far, John. And what I've also come to see is guys who come the first day in Ubering by Saturday, they all have ride share with friends and people. Oh no, I got my car. I'll pick you. And all of a sudden, I see people pulling up in the shop, and there's like six guys in the car. You know, it's just they get to know each other. You know, so. It's a very friendly thing, but Ubering is not far at all from where you're staying. E- either place, it really wouldn't be that far. Yeah, not not that far. Well, I know on the on the the, the hotel from last year, I said that's where we're staying. You know, I know it's not last very, year was two hotels again. Yeah, was it two hotels again? Yes, yes, we sold out and had to get a booking at the second one. So yeah, was, you, you you were either by the turnpike or you were by the airport. Yeah, I think we were by the turnpike because it wasn't yeah. like I said it wasn't very far. And the know, airport wasn't even closer, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Airport so, one is literally closer. Oh, right on. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, John. We, I mean, we drive, but it's not too far away. And, you know, I, I guess it depends on how much of a drinker you are. If you like drinking, you definitely want to get, you know, an Uber or, or a ride, you know, some kind of ride share, you know, at all. But if you're not a huge drinker, you know, it's not very far. So. Also, it's a long day. So, usually mm-hmm. people start chilling out on the booze around three o'clock, 3 30. Yeah. So, by the time the event's over, they're kind of sobered up a little bit. I mean, it's hard to, start drinking at 10 in the morning and still be pounding them at 5 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys do. <clears throat> there, yeah, I, 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 I've seen those guys, you know, that, you know, look, you know, a couple, you know, a couple of guys last year, it's like, Hey, you got to ride, right. You know, it's a, uh, you know, you're, you're not, you're not looking so well, <laughs> you know? So, um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so we've got that. The, uh, um, um, and then at the after party. So we leave, so we leave the great smoke, great smokes over, close the doors. That's not the end of the party. So we, no, we, uh, we we come we come back to uh, uh, Boynton Beach. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this starts at 7 p.m. So there's a couple hours there. So Spear and Rhino, who's been a major host of our uh, uh, major sponsor of our event for many many years now, if you want time to kill, they're actually going to have a little after party there. It's free admission if you bring your TGS lanyard and go kill a couple hours there. And then we have Matt Booth at our headquarters again. And, you know, another. I mean, we have a star-studded cast this year. I have to say. Oh, yeah, now, now, now you mentioned the Spearmint Rhino. For those that are not aware of what the Spearmint Rhino is, uh, what kind of establishment is that? It's a gentleman's club. Yeah, gentleman's club. So, not that anybody would go there, but you know, it's a gentleman's club. But um, now, yeah, do you have a, do you have a sponsor for that? Because it was always uh, Scott. It was always Scott, but Scott's not doing it this year so oh he's not yeah and it's just one of those things where it really required somebody from our team to go there set it up be involved you know we, we, we you just don't want to send a manufacturer there alone right yeah and 
it's just hard. It's hard for us to handle that, putting somebody there, working on that, and getting ready for the one at the shop, and breaking down the great smoke so we can get out of the building. So we they're just sponsored. They're hosting the after party, and if you show your land, you can get in for free and hang out there for a couple hours if you need time to kill before our uh, Room 101 event. They'll be be there that day with their team, so they'll be giving away free drink tickets, free lap dance tickets, free other shot glass, I think, or sure, or something. I don't know. But they'll be giving away prizes as they have in the past. Okay, so I was going to ask. They'll be at the event again. They always have. You always have like a dozen dozen of the girls, you know, at at the event. So, um, what can we expect uh, from uh, from Matt Booth and uh, the Room One? Oh God. What can you not expect? I mean, with that booth, <laughs> the realm of possibility of what's going to happen is endless. You know, always a fun time, you know, and, uh, you know, it's good, good to get them on board. So, like I said, I'm very uh, honored with all the people who got involved this year. Couple, We're coming strong in 2023. That's it. And then uh, I was talking with him. He, he's going to make me a, because uh, I'm not a, uh, um, uh, a drinker of a, uh, just straight cocktails. I know you guys have his gin now. So he said he would, he would make me a cocktail or two with his uh, gin. Cause I'm more of a cocktail guy. Do, do you guys have a great smoke room? One Oh one gin cocktail prepared yet. Um, that would be the bar people. I know okay. they have, I know they have cocktails lined up for every night specialties. I'm pretty sure Moxie's working on a room one one gin for that night. 100%. But I w- don't know. Okay. Great now, gin. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had it yet. I got a bottle here. We're gonna break in the new lounge, you know, with the uh, uh, the room one hundred and one gin. Um, so um, no, so um, as in like room one hundred and one cigar. Will there be spe- same thing? We'll we'll go back with Steve Sock. I forgot to ask about that because we talked about you know the uh, the Drew Estate, you know, black and the event um, Dunbarton. You know, for that event, are there gonna be uh, deals boxed anything all, like all that? All events have event special deals. Oh, and, okay. And, and- swag and you know sometimes they we've given away a tv every year with rocky so i don't know what they got planned this year um but i mean there's there's always some exciting thing going on so yeah i'm pretty sure you know we don't typically promote it this early because there's so many other fires that we're putting out now so as we get closer to the week there'll probably be more details on what every manufacturer is doing for their event all right hopefully matt brings uh Something weird. I know he's got the urinal cakes. He's got the condoms. He's got banana hammocks. Um, well, during the great during the great smoke, we give away uh, raffle prizes like every hour on the hour. We give like 20, 25 prizes throughout the day. And um, all you have to do is buy a ticket, whether virtual or live, and you're automatically entered. And then we just do the random drawings throughout the show. And I, I think he bought a, a big food. Oh, did he? Okay. But I think, yeah, I think that's one of the raffle prizes this year. All right, so so the people oh, that nice. get in, uh, and and I like the way I'm glad you brought that up because I love the way you do it now versus before. It was just you like at the both. End, it was like at the end, and I, I know Jessica and I are just sitting there after like five hours. We're like, oh god, you know, mm-hmm. just calling name after name after name. Yeah, because we you had to be there live to win it. Yeah, we didn't know who was who. Right, we had this big ticket, it was just number of tickets. So it's not like we could say, oh, Bob won it. We'll just say it for Bob. You know, there was no time to write people's names out so we would call out this name going once going twice going once. It sometimes it'd be eight nine ten times before yeah. you know we'd get a winner so now just giving everyone one ticket you're automatically entered with your tgs ticket 
and it don't matter whether you're local or at home. If you win, we ship it to you. If you're local, you got to pick it up and take it with you. There's that. So, so the people that you know, obviously for for the people that buy the uh, the virtual the virtual ticket, so you can still get in on the on the drawings. So definitely, um, you know, if you can't make it, like I said, and you want to get in on some cool swag, like I said, they always give some some great stuff away. And obviously, you'll ship it to people. But and the people that, like I said, the big foo, are are you going to be able to ship that? Because a lot of people are flying in. I, on some of the if you're there, you you take it. You could go to pack mail, ship it yourself. We're, we're going to be busy getting out a few hundred orders for the Great Smoke, so um, we don't want to deal with <laughs> stuff you won. If you win it, you can figure out how to ship it to yourself. Um, if you're at home, we'll ship it to you. Some of the items, and I think it's written somewhere, some of the items are really big, so there may be a shipping cost. Like I think there's a bicycle and there's a grill, huge, big thing. So, But most of the smaller stuff, wherever, we'll just ship it, no charge. All right. You're uh, uh, you're breaking up just a little bit on that, on that last. I am? Yeah, you were breaking up. Yeah, like your internet. Or uh, care was he breaking up for you, no, or is it me? That's you. What's that? That's that's you. He was clear as a bell. Oh, was he? Okay. Yep. Let me just make sure my uh, my internet is is plugged in. So so that's good. So yes. Um, yes, Bill. Um, Bill Ragone, you're gonna win the bike. He's gonna ship you the bike so you can ride around Long Island. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling lucky. This this is I'm feeling this is lucky. My, this is my I year. I one of those big Jew estate bikes cruisers. Oh really? I think so. We we box it up. We put it in the warehouse. We try not to open it, but yeah, I think so. Oh, we got we got to open. Yeah, I got to open that one out. So that that's well, we'll that's open cool. up the day of the event. We'll bring it there so it's all showcased. Yeah. So and then and then those are going to be. Are you still going to do it? Like um, uh, I don't know if you said it or not. Like once the, once on the hour, you'll be giving yeah, we, stuff we, away. Every hour on the hour, you know, or, you know, it's a live broadcast, so close to every hour on the hour. Five minutes early, five minutes later, depending on how the show's going. So, and then another thing this year, um, uh, which which every year you're doing something different, you know, and which is mind-boggling that you can even think of doing anything different. Like you've got it, you've got it nailed down. It's, it's a like lot just, of work. It's a lot of work, but uh, we got uh, we got Bradley Rubin doing something cool to benefit the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County. Man, I haven't checked it in, 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 in this whole weekend. Where is it at? We should we need to talk about this. Yeah. Um. I don't know where I saw it. No, no. I mean, I haven't checked where the money's at. The goal is ten thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that's that, right. I, I, yeah, I, I did check. I did check on like like when they just announced it. It was up to like three grand in like no, minutes. No, it was fifty five or fifty six hundred last time I looked. Oh man. Hang so on. because that just happened during our drop. So you know we have these five limited drops. Um, we have manufacturers who make a special limited release, only three hundred bundles. That's it, and. We do these events prior to the Great Smoke. So the first one was uh, Steve Saka, um, who had the D Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust EX-127. That dropped on January 4th, sold out. Um, uh, about a week ago, we did uh, Alec and Bradley Rubin, and that's what I'm smoking right now, actually, during the show. It's called The Crew. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I saw I saw a couple guys post today that they got their yes. uh, they got their cigars. So these these started shipping out Wednesday. If you're a TGS ticket holder, it exists in the store. And during that broadcast, we talked about um, Bradley shaving his mustache and to do it for charity. And that we would do it live. We'll shave him on stage live at the Great Smoke. So we at the next day I started a GoFundMe, and um, I need to see where it's at because I haven't looked in a couple of days. 
man, that that's going to be that that'll be. 6, We're four thousand away. Oh man, that that 4, is that, away. that is nuts. Now all the comments in that post that I saw on Facebook. Um, a lot of people were asking, um, do they get the choice of how to shave their mustache? Because for me, if I went, if I won, I would I would shave half his mustache and just let it go. Does it have no, to be the whole no. mustache? Is it you know like nobody's going to give him a Hitler stash? Is are they no, you no, know? No. Is that, okay. There's a company oh, called Kevin. Real Clips Barbershop, so they have a station there. They have three barbers that give us little cleanups, touch-ups while they're there. We're just going to bring one of the barbers up on stage and have them just shave it off completely. Not. Oh, so 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 the so the winner doesn't physically get to shave. Hell no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. He's just gonna get it shaved, and I know his mom wants it really bad because she's donated the most and done it twice. Oh, really? <laughs> hate hates the mustache, and he's got a beautiful stash. That thing is like, I mean, you should it, just it, let her cut it off just for the double donation. I, I know it's it's almost like a fake mustache. That's how big and beautiful that mustache <laughs> it is. is. It's almost like a prop, like a movie prop. Yeah, exactly. So, for people that uh, that may not have caught what Abe said, you know, um, real clips, you know, um, uh, will be there. Um, uh, is that is that free? Are they charging? Do you just tip the guys? No, they do. They do. Like I think free, just cleanups or something, and then they just take a tip. But then, like, if some people want something else, I think they have like price but they'll clean i think everybody up for free uh you know and you just tip them like an edge up or whatever they call it you know just line you up straighten you up all right so you, you had one of your guys uh, the owner uh, adrian he was at boynton beach last year you know uh, setting up is he going to be at boynton beach again this year or is it just going to be i'm almost po- oh no he that wasn't at boy that wasn't at the that great was the Lovers club that was the uh yeah that was uh, uh that event so yeah he, he was yeah. out there he can't because whatever chairs he's got is already at the fairgrounds or actually you don't have any more chairs yeah, God, and those chairs are big and heavy. What big and heavy, imagine, man? I can't imagine moving them big old barber chairs, you know, out out as well. Yeah. So, so an- another reason to attend. You get a uh, a, a cleanup. That's awesome. You know, while, while, you just while try you're to there. jam as many positive experiences as we can into one event. Literally, I mean, that's all we do. Well, that's it because because the event is so big. There's no way to experience everything. Like there's going to be like an activation. There's going to be something that you're just not going to be able to get to, you know, because you know because there's just limited time and a lot of people. So it's nice having multiples. So if you can't do this, you can definitely get this done, yeah. or you can definitely get this done, you know. So so it makes it it makes it really you know really really nice. Um, so um, all right, that leads us up to Sunday. March nineteenth, Great Smoke is uh, Great Smoke is over. Everybody wakes up Sunday morning just hung over from cigars because we, we, we've all <laughs> yeah. we've all been there just wrecked on cigars. So what what's our uh, what's our Sunday our Sunday broadcast the or our Sunday show? To the Great Smoke, our brunch. So uh, Terrence Riley is our hostess here, Aganorsa Leaf, and they will be validating Sunday morning. So with your brunch ticket, he'll give you a cigar. We have an all-you-can-eat brunch starts at noon. Bottomless mimosas and Bloody Marys, and I don't know if you've been to a brunch, Kevin, but it is a—it's better than some brunches I many brunches I've been out to at restaurants. Mm. And stuff like we that. we haven't been to one. We're always just waking up early Sunday for that, you know, four-hour drive home, you know. So so we haven't been to the brunch yet. Now yeah. is the brunch is the brunch at Boynton Beach? Yes. Okay, so you have a yeah. ca- you know catering company come in and it's the guy I've been working with twenty-five—it's a guy who caters the Great Smoke. Talk about a oh, oh, so okay, same guy. Yeah. So yeah, he's there's an omelet. Fresh omelet station, carving station. I mean, there's mm-hmm. four or five stations throughout the shop. So this year we're running out of room. 
last year we ran so we're going to try something new and move all the food outside under tent oh, okay to open up more seating area inside for people because we've got a lot more room outside too so um we're going to try that out this year and see how that goes now that is a ticketed event correct yes yeah, so the, all these events we mentioned here are free except three the the main event saturday the dinner friday night and the brunch Everything else is pretty much show up, open to the public. So show up, because that was one thing during the, um, um, just the virtual event during COVID, you know, like, like, you know, like two years ago, you know, we had, you know, we were at Boynton Beach, you know, and, you know, watching the event and then going back and forth. And then people were like, oh, I wish I could come. And I'm like, this, it's free. People thought that you had to have some right. tickets to right. get into any one of these events. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so there's not, so if they wanted to come down to the brunch, just come down to Boynton Beach and hang out. They can still come down there, right? They yeah, just don't, you don't do. Don't, you just, they just get, don't do the brunch. You won't get served food or have the bottles of most of Muddy Buddy Marys or their the cigar from Terrence Riley. The store is still open. <laughs> so okay, so so anybody that you know that is in the in the area, definitely feel free to just come down. Like I said, you know, you don't have to attend the Great Smoke to attend any of these, you know, pre parties, after parties. John Lovell asked, "What what is an, an activation? That's kind of something Drew Estate turned activation stations. You know, it's just a, a, a ten, but sometimes just a ten by ten booth where you know you do something to get something. You know, yep. so you know, like like getting the you know your hair trimmed up. That's that's an activation. You know, activation station. I think they had like a dartboard thing, actually dartboard last year, and they rolled the dice for Hoya last year. I think that's two activations last year. Yeah. And had, wait, and I think they had it to back too. They the yeah, they, they, yeah, that's what I was asking they earlier. They had, they had the last year. They had the tobacco, and I think that was in your booklet too. So you got like the tobacco cigar, and then you got free coffee. They had a uh, hot coffee, yeah. cold brew coffee. You know, so that was that was free. Yeah. Um, and if you, um, um, yeah, it's. Yeah, there's like endless coffee if you just wanted the uh, the coffee yeah. as well. So, so that that's what the the activations you know are. So yeah, definitely if um like I said anybody watching listening uh, to the podcast in the future, you know you can definitely come down and just hang out with Matt Booth, JD, you know uh, Terrence, all all these great people. It doesn't cost anything if you don't if you can't afford you know to come to the uh, to the event um, as well. And then like I said earlier, if you want to just watch the Great Smoke. It's free. Now, where will they be able to – is that going to be live on your YouTube? Where can people it'll tune be on in? Smoke in? It'll be on Smokin's Facebook page, the Great Smoke Facebook page, and Smokin's YouTube page. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and then we talked about – YouTube gets a little tricky because they will drop it if it picks up – sometimes we got to be careful because there's a live DJ there and if it picks up music I, or something. I, I, I know. that. Yeah. That's, that's – it, it, It's tricky. Now the next the next official event for the Great Smoke is coming up not this Wednesday but the Wednesday after that. Yeah, so so we so we have that which we we've got a uh, um, we were talking earlier about the cigars. So let's uh, um, learn uh, a little bit about the next cigar uh, here.
So you'd mentioned before um, Dunbarton, they, they sold out. Is any of the Alec Bradley cigars left? Last I looked, there was 40-some bundles left. So almost, almost none. Almost gone. And um, you got to remember, this is the only this is only being offered to people who already have a ticket. There's still a lot of ticket people who wait the last minute to get a ticket. So, you know, it's the perk of getting your ticket early. You don't have to fight if you really want any of these releases. Because the first year we did this, we crashed our website like 10 times, right? I mean... We had 25,000 people trying to buy these limited, <laughs> limited you know, and, 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 it, and it made it not fun um, because because yeah. I because I was at Boynton Beach. The event was going on. You know, um, they put it up on the big screen. You know, Fuentes, you know, cigars going. So now, I mean, there was probably 30 of us there. You know, we're all on our phones for like a half an hour. We're not paying attention to the event. I actually had to go back and watch what I missed. And I'm like, ah, that kind of sucks. You know, it's not fun for you. Don't even tell you how it was for us. <laughs> so, I mean, so doing these little things before the main event really makes it nice, makes it stress free. It it lets people who got their ticket early get a little perk that they really don't have to fight people. Because if anything's left by the end of these little events, we just bring them to the next event day. And it's pretty much gone after that. If there's if there's anything left, like sock is sold out like in one day. So, yeah. um. This is a very interesting cigar, Robert Holt, first time working with Southern Draw and making something special um, called Evening Stock. Um, we're gonna, So next Wednesday, um, February 1st, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going to do a broadcast. Robert Holt will be on. We'll talk a little bit about more of the cigar, what he did, and we will drop it during that show. So you have the ability to buy it during that show, and that's when we'll open sales for this. So, now, so, how, so how do they – you said they open up the sales. How do they get that? So right now, if you go to thegreatsmoke.com, there's a enter the TGS store, top right, right corner, right? So you can enter the store there, but it needs to acknowledge you have a ticket. So it's going to ask you either from your reference number from your Great Smoke ticket, or if you just go to your Great Smoke account and go to the TGS tab in your dashboard, um, it'll show you your ticket and it'll say click here to enter store directly from there. And right now, there's only these five items in the store, these special releases. Um, four of them are, uh, three of them are grayed out because one, one is blacked out because it's sold out. The Alec Bradley's live. The Robert Holt one's there, but it's not live yet. There's no product or quantity available to purchase. That will get turned on during the event and you'll be able to click. So you can't go to smoking.com. It's literally a special store we built for TGS ticket holders that's either accessible to the Great Smoke website if you go click on the store, enter store. Or your smoking.com account under the TGS tab in your dashboard, you can click directly into the store from there. So, and then, I, you know, I've learned, you know, from everybody in the past, people, you're, you're to access that store now, figure it out now. There are so <laughs> many people yeah. that just like, I can't figure it out. I mean, they're, everything's going live. And that's what we try to tell everybody. Listen, don't have your credit card information. I mean, listen, honestly, the way we're doing them now, it, nothing's been like an hour sold out. So if you really want any one of these projects, just show up during the event. You'll you'll be able to get it. I can't promise anything after 24 hours after that. But, you know, show up for the event. You won't have to rush or die or whatever. You'll be able to kind of comfortably be able to make your purchase and you're done with it. You can enjoy the rest of the show. So um, for people that, that want to purchase any of these, you know, like the, uh, the, um, uh, the evening stock, are they limited to one 
like one bundle, one uh, per ticket? What, what we try to do, because our goal is to try to make as many people happy as possible, right? I'm not looking for a guy who wants to buy 10 so he can go sell them to his buddies, right? Yeah, yeah. What we do is a perk of watching the broadcast. During the broadcast, we open it up to two bundles a person. So if you're watching in the broadcast, we'll let you buy up to two, but then after that, it goes to one. Okay. So, so they can buy one ahead of time and then during the broadcast? Or, or, oh. or during the, oh, as in the, the broadcast as your live show. No. Sorry, the broadcast of the release of the cigar, which is oh. February 1st, next Wednesday. So if you're, okay. if you're watching when we drop the cigar, it'll be limit two. And then immediately after the show, we set it back to one. Okay, so after that brought, so if you want to, make sure you're watching during, you know, that, that live show. And you guys go live at 7 p.m. 7 you know, p.m. Ne- next Wednesday. Yeah. You know, and so. we don't drop it at 7 we announce it because we spend the first 15 minutes telling everybody this stuff. Oh, okay. Go check your store. Make sure you get in. We try to tell them, you know, all that stuff first, and then we'll drop it, like, usually in the first 15, 20 minutes of the show. All right. And then uh, and then we've got uh, the um, the next one, February 15th, you know, uh, Altidus, uh, Rafael Nodal. I'm actually, I mean, if you would have asked me when we started doing this, if I would ever ask Altidus to make a TGS cigar, I would have told you no. I, you know, I that's what I was going to ask because you had mentioned that on KMA that uh, that you yeah. had, you never would have asked. So I just, it would have been like I don't, I don't want to say I would never would have asked. Like there's a reason I wouldn't ask. It just there'd be way many more people before I would want to get to alter this USA, right? Um, because you know you want to make something gourmet. You know, no one's thinking about one of the biggest manufacturers in the world, or you know. Right. But working with Raphael and our connoisseur club, which we were talking about. Man, he made some really stellar blends. And I could tell the companies that we work with who really got into it. He was really into it. He was really into making special stuff for our Connoisseur Club cigars, which was creating blends for like 500 people, less than 500 people, you know, and even got less during, you know, toward the end. Um, And uh, that's what really inspired me to ask him. And I wasn't even sure if they would because they really don't do one-off projects like this. They'll do private labels or whatever. But they, they, so I really wasn't even sure if he would when he asked. But I think his experience in the Connoisseur Club kind of amped him up for the project, and he was kind of happy to do it. So I'm very excited about this very special Monte Cristo they're dropping uh, for their for their TGS release. You know, and even when they do it for private labels, it, it's not, you know, 310-count bundles. No, no. <laughs> what, they, what they do is they'll make private yeah. labels for company, but it's a regular production item. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, they'll do. They'll do for some of the bigger catalog companies. They have their own variation of uh, something that they already make, right? So they, they'll make, like for instance, um, uh, what was it? Kamad. What was it? Um, God, Kilimanjaro. Uh, I think it was Monte Cristo Kilimanjaro or something. Um, it was Lou Rothman's, but it was something he had all the time. I think he climbed Mount Common Drought. So they'll make a special Monte Cristo or a special Romeo for a big outfit. But that's like a regular production item and exclusive to their store. But to do something like this where it's like a 300 one and done, I mean, it's not in their, it's not in their uh, specialty program. Yeah. You know, and speaking of Kilimanjaro, if you're looking to advertise, so uh, I, I'm sure you're aware of who Boston Jimmy is, right? Everybody yes. knows Boston. Boston <laughs> Jimmy and his son is climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Wow, this year. So, you know, Lou Rothman climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. I I had heard that, you know. So, and then, so I believe Jimmy is raising money. I want to say for autism, but I'm not 100% sure. So, he's getting with uh, uh, manufacturers, brand owners to have flags 
planted along the way. So God you can so you can wow. buy a flag um, to be planted on Mount Kilimanjaro as they're as they're climbing. Now Robert sent me a, a, a text message about this cigar, and we'll discuss it more in depth when he's on our show uh, next Wednesday night on our broadcast. But just to give you a little background, this wrapper is a San Andreas Negro. The binder San Andreas Natural. Filler is 25% Corojo 99 Honduras, 25% Corojo 98 Nicaragua, 25% Broadleaf USA, and 25% Piloto Cubano Lejero Dominican Republic. So this is like a smorgasbord of countries in this cigar. It's a wow. six, it's a six and a half by 48 short Churchill box press. So hmm. um, and an interesting note, which I'll ask him about it. When we're to do our broadcast, intended to be maintained at lower relative humidity, 60 to 64. I don't think I've ever seen a manufacturer say that about their cigar. Um, or he says simply dry box for a day or two versus removing from the hu- uh, removing from the humidor and removing the cello and lighting. So very interesting to get more in depth. I'll learn more about it when we get him on our broadcast when we drop the cigar next Wednesday. But it sounds like one hell of a brand. Blend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we, we, we've actually got Robert on the show next Monday. You know, there so you uh, well, well, we actually got Robert and Sharon going to be Sharon's going to join us, too. So we're going to do another like couples type show, you know, so I because I've never met Sharon. I've never, you know, interacted with her. Everybody said she's an absolute you know, amazing woman. Lovely lady. So so can't can't wait on that. that one sounds delicious. So dang. It, it does. Like I said, I'm, I'm definitely definitely going to get in on uh, get in on that. Um, and then we wrap it up on March 1st with uh, Ernesto Perez uh, Carrillo. Um, another one. How did how did you get Ernie? I mean, he's I mean, he's stupid busy with all of his accolades and everything he's got. How did you get Ernie to uh, to make you I guys think a cigar? Great smoke has just now had built that reputation that. When we approach people now, I mean, thank God, it's not a burden. It's almost like they feel like it's an honor, like, you know, it's something they really want to do. So I think it's we've kind of gotten that status where to now make a TGS release is like a, it's almost them being acknowledged, I think, on some level or, you know, they're happy, you know. I mean, I didn't find out to talking to Alec and Bradley Rubin. That when 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 they, we didn't pick them year one or year two, like they got upset, or especially last year they said when they because I don't know, I mean I can only pick five people. We have thirty to forty companies we you know invited to this event, so I try I'm trying to get everybody turns, you know, in in, in the loop that we could work with, and I'm like I didn't even know it. So he said, man, when I finally called and asked them, they were like, yes, yes. So I mean, you know, I didn't I didn't even understand the psychology of that until I was talking with them. So. Yeah, when we went to Ernie, I you know sometimes like I said, Raphael, Ernie, I didn't think there were going to be yeses, but I learned early in life you have to ask. The worst yeah. thing to say is no. It, it, exactly, and then now it's to the point where I mean, they could justify we see as a boost to their brand, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. You know, before it's just like, hey, this guy needs X amount of cigars for this little event, you know, whatever, you know, we'll do it. But there's going to be no return on the investment. You know, you're, you're at the point now to where, you know, they, you know, they make a good cigar. You know, that's a return on the investment. That's going to bring repeat business. And I think the Great Smoke now has, I mean, listen, if there's any guy who really has figured out the value of the Great Smoke and how to work it and wield it, it's Steve Saga. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's made a limited release now for the first three years we've ever done it. Um, you know, he does not be chintzy at these events. He 
keeps finding ways to go above and beyond any other manufacturer there. And I, I you know, I think when you do stuff like that, you not only embrace the people. I mean, look, first you got to have quality product. So let's just get that out of the way. But after, I, I know, I know a lot of people with quality product who don't know how to put it in people's hands and don't know how to sell it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 a lot in our industry. So um, this is a guy who really understands how to connect with the consumer base and is not shy and, and goes out there and does it. So, um, you know, I think that they realize there are thousands of people, whether you bought a ticket or not, that are watching this and involved. So I think it's good exposure for everybody. You know, I really do, and especially if you. And so far, we've been blessed. I, I don't think we've had one limited release that I felt was a dud. You know, some obviously sell a lot better than others. Yeah. None, none that I could tell you. <laughs> I spoke and said, this is awful. Because unlike our micro blend series, like, we will get a lot of different blends and smoke and work through the process. We don't do this for this TGS releases. We ask somebody they'd like to make something special. They say, yeah, they run with it. They make the packaging. They design it. We are not involved in that process of it. You know, um, uh, and so far I've really enjoyed everyone, you know, just like anything else. I like some more than others, but there's not one that I've said, oh, man, I'm embarrassed to put our name on this. Have yeah. It's yeah, it like everybody's palate care. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, there are just certain, certain manufacturers that, you know, that, you know, just don't care for their cigars and not that they're yeah. bad or anything. It's just no. not, not, not. No, but palate. sometimes there are projects where it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you see in Connoisseur Club, man. <laughs> Sometimes we're just a consensus across the board. This was no. Oh, uh, and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm, not, people, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to mention the last. The last yeah, connoisseur club. Yeah, people aren't afraid to tell you on social media. So luckily, I've seen a lot of way more, way more happy, excited people about the blends so far than hearing people who did enjoy one of them. So that's always something we, we strive for. Yeah. Is is La Polina going to be at the Great Smoke by chance? Not this year. Not this year. Ah, I mean, Sammy's been ghosting me for two years for to get him on the show, and I was hoping to corner him uh, this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good, good, good dude. I, mean, I love Sammy. I love me some Sammy, man. I really. Yeah. And listen, there's a lot of factors involved. Um, one, honestly, everything is skyrocketed in the last two years. Cost, everything. Consumers have seen it in cigars. You know, I mean. And we haven't raised ticket prices. I can't tell you. It's going to be five years plus maybe at this point. Um, and just with the way economy goes and people rent and gas and electric bills and whatnot, I just didn't want this to be the year to raise our ticket price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most likely going to happen next year, but I didn't want this to be the year. So we looked at some of the companies that, were, that wanted to do the event but don't really do the event. So I just thought it would be more fun for everybody to tweak it down cut back on the sticks. I don't think really anybody is going to be disappointed. They got eight sticks less this year than they did last year, especially if you're coming live because there's so many bonus cigars you get there. You make up for it anyway. But oh, I, yeah. I, I think cutting the sticks down and not increasing our ticket price was was a more important factor for our consumer base than to raise the ticket prices this year. That was, yeah. uh, that was a call I made. Yeah, you know, and, and if... It, and and I know I said you know like I said you get eight less sticks it, especially if you're if you're a fan of a manufacturer these manufacturers are giving out extra you know extra cigars you know like I said I I, mm-hmm. I know Terrence a couple of the guys you know it's like oh hey you know they recognize you from social media here's here's a couple you know here's a couple extra sticks so eight cigars less yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get more than that more than that yeah. back um, so 
have, have you you cut down? So obviously, if you cut down the sticks by eight, you cut down the the vendors by by eight. Yes, that's how, right. How, how, yeah. How, how did you how did you make that call of who's getting cut, who hasn't? Is it based on past performance, or was it? You know, I see. I, I chose people who really wanted to do the event. Look, there's something happens when you do an event for 17 years. So first off, back when I started this event, um, I was, uh, I needed everybody's support. People didn't understand what I was doing. They didn't get it. And then I think there's a psychology with, with manufacturers. They feel compelled to support. Yeah. Right. They feel compelled to support the event. A lot. Some of them don't have the wherewithal. Some of them don't have the time, energy, efficiency, but now they feel compelled. So knock on wood, we've made the Great Smoke probably the best cigar event production out there. I mean, it's it's not just a herf, it's a production, you know? Yeah. Um, that your presence there is not, the, the obligatory need of you supporting me is not really necessary anymore. So I just rather would work with a smaller handful of manufacturers who are really into it who want to make a good gwp for the great mm -hmm. smoke who want to do a good raffle who want to be there who don't come with just one guy who stands there and does this to everybody you know the yeah. principles show up the principles are there so um you know and there were a couple people who then questioned why they weren't there and i sat with them and i said look here's what happened last year you weren't ready this was that you don't you know you don't really do it get involved as everybody else and at the end of the day you know this is how many boxes you ended up selling before yeah i had the report you tell me why you want to do it and then literally they were oh, yeah, i guess you're right you know they're just they're not looking at it as a opportunity anymore they're just looking at something they have to do and i really like things look if i could create and do things that's really beneficial on both sides they'll never want to stop doing it yeah right and, th and that's the key to it. And I think for some companies, it just really wasn't beneficial for them to be there. Yeah, you know, I, I remember our, fir our first Great Smoke. I remember going around and I, and I, for life of me, I, I can't, even if I did, I wouldn't say the name of it, but I can't remember who it was, but it was just someone, it was a rep on the phone, you know, and then just yeah. didn't, didn't even look up. You just give them the ticket and he just hands yeah. you the cigar and it's just yeah, like. why do you want to be there? Exactly. Yeah. That's the stuff I tried to weed out. We've never been about quantity over quality. You know, yeah. I, I really like to, I'm always about value. I live my life with value. So I like to offer value, but it's always about the quality. I think weaning it down to companies that really want to be there. They're excited to be there for a lot of these manufacturers. They'll tell you outright, this is their favorite event of the year. Yeah. So th those are the people who want involved in the great smoke. Cause we just believe it'll make an all a better overall experience for everybody who comes or involved. How how big is the waiting list for like 2024? I'm sure you got manufacturers, especially like smaller guys, you know, that want to like, hey, I want to, I want to come, I want to come. Listen, the smaller guys are always the problem. Okay, um, most of these companies, if we didn't send them an invitation, they probably wouldn't ask us. They don't ask you until they hear it's coming up. Hey, hey what happened? I mean, <laughs> you know, so you know, um, it's the smaller guys, but they, they they're not ready for it. You know, we let a smaller company in against my own better judgment this year yeah really kind of made room for them um the booth size is supposed to be 30 but we made room for two more we didn't raise the ticket price and one of them was a big company who uh who got a second booth 
but the other one was this little guy. And I, I, I don't want to say it who it is because I don't. Know, but I literally said, "Don't do the event." I begged him not to do the event. Told him not to do the event. And guess who's struggling the most to get it, get in and get yeah. done? I, I would, you know. I, I literally I, told him, I said, you know, I think somebody told you not to do this event. I'll text you later. But I got a bet on who that one is. I get is. the compassion and the desire and the excitement of wanting to be involved. But one, yeah. the guy who's been 17 years, I'm telling you, you're not ready. Yeah, yeah. You don't want this headache. Yeah. Because you'll be regretting it at crunch time. And he's got to listen to me now every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh my god yeah. so uh speaking of uh um great smoke 2024 um any teasers you know what's the uh yeah i'm sure it's already in the planning stages oh are you kidding me we got 2025 plan oh good god i'll tell you the date the date's back in february february 24th is it yes all right it's right before it's on the 24th how do you like that now, uh, nice. um, because uh, we moved it, or you moved it this year because of. Um, I didn't move it. I had no choice. Yeah, you had no. Yeah, you know, what pure yeah, support? No... What was or, that? Or, or no? What 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 event was going on? Where you had um, or was it TPE? What what else? What was going on no. that you had? This what board? happened was what happened was uh, in 2022, we got a call late December, so like literally like you know six weeks from the event, so <laughs> asking me how I'd feel if they moved us. From the main Acroplex buildings, two outdoor buildings that we've been doing it there now for five or six years. Yeah. To their upscale main exhibit hall. So my first response was, are you asking me or are you telling me? Because <laughs> it's just a weird question. And like, now we're kind of telling you, like, what the hell? And some big outfit, some hot rod car racing outfit paid them a lot of money. They took our event space from us. Wow. So they, they gave us a much nicer exhibit hall that literally would have cost us $20,000 more. Um, but for me, it was nothing but a pain because I literally had to now, I had all this layout plan set, you know. I had this whole nice, beautiful setup that used to be in two buildings, you know. Yeah. And I spent 17 hours trying to figure out how I'm going to get this now into one building. Yeah. Now, square footage-wise, is about the same. But I'm losing four sides. I had two buildings, you know. Like, oh wow. yeah. Mm. So yeah. it was we lost a little bit of things that we could do, but um when we set it up and we looked at it, you know, if you look at the video, if you go to the greatsmoke.com and click on there, it just looks so much nicer. It I, I, I don't I, I would never want to go back. As much as I loved the old place, so, now now, now so, that you've been in the big house. <laughs> how do you go back to the ghetto, right? Yeah. So <laughs> they messed with my brain. So I'm looking at this event and I'm saying all right, you know, um, maybe I would do it here, but I said to myself, you know, that's no smoking in that building. I said, they're never going to let us back in here. Yeah. After this one event, they had to move me in there. Yeah. They never let me back in this building. <laughs> and sure enough, like right after the great smoke, I asked them, would they have us back in that building? They said, sure. And we looked at dates and February was already gone a year in advance. Oh, okay. So that's why we had to take it March 18th. So I already booked 2024 six seven months ago. Oh, okay. Oh wow. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So so right on. Um, anybody watching? You know, tonight watching tomorrow, listening on the podcast in the, uh, this week. Um, links in the uh, the video and uh, or podcast description. You can definitely check out Great Smoke. Hopefully, uh, 
you know, we've given you all the answers to all the questions um, that you'll have. Uh, it's a fantastic event, Jessica and I. I mean, we're not doing TPE just because we want to do this event. I mean, we're not going out to Vegas because we'd have to choose between Vegas and Boynton Beach. And we chose, you know, the Great Smoke over, you know, going to Vegas and TPE. So uh, right. that should that should tell you a little bit about how fantastic. Yeah, I could care less about TPE. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean we 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 yeah. So, but um, yeah. If, if we didn't answer anybody's questions or you're not sure, just go to greatsmoke.com. There's a big thing in the left side. Click here for facts. I think we pretty, we're pretty good at covering almost everything that you may want to ask. Yep, and then uh, uh, follow uh, um because uh, the uh, um the broadcast next week that'll be on the Smoke In. Um, Facebook page, not the socialite page, but the actual. Oh, smoke we share page. it to so we we, we, okay. we do it out of we do it out of the smoke in page. Yeah, we share it to the socialite page or the share it on the YouTube page. channel. Yeah, on the YouTube channel. Yeah. So. Okay, so so definitely watch watch next week. I'm sure they'll be talking more about the great smoke. Answering any other questions that you may have, um, definitely get in on that uh, uh, the Southern Draw giveaway or the uh, the cigar release. Um, and then, like I said, uh, next uh, next Monday night, we'll have Robert and Sharon Holt of uh, Southern Southern Draw Cigars on. So we'll be promoting the Great Smoke again. You know, we've got uh, Michael Herklotz coming on in a couple weeks. So before the Great Smoke. So we'll be. Hey, you got the whole like TGS crew coming on. Yeah, yeah we got, yeah, we got right? the whole. Uh, like I said, it's, we, we definitely want to promote it as much as we can. We appreciate it. Of course, you guys. Are, people don't know this, but you were a vendor of the Great Smoke. I was yeah. a, we were a vendor for a couple, for a couple of years. I tell Kevin all the time that I kind of I miss the old space a little bit, only because of the fact that is where we started. Yeah, you know when we were vendors, and it was so much fun. Like, yeah, it was it was a, it was a blast, you know. And um, did you enjoy it more as vendors or as consumers? No, it was weird the first year just being a consumer. I, I and plus. Kevin was injured. Well, yeah. So, so the so the first year, um, uh, it was the it was the virtual. So there yeah. was no oh, yeah, vendors. Right. Last year, I was on crutches. Yeah. You were you were you were a vendor at the the the, um, the disco one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I thought you'd stop before that. Okay. No, no, no. So it was just the virtual event is uh, is when we stopped uh, stopped right. doing it, and then I was on crutches last year. You know, and then so this year I really wanted to come back. I just want to experience the great smoke in person once, no crutches, you know, just, you know, no virtual, just hanging out with everybody. Jess, don't let him do anything dangerous for the next two months. I know. Yeah. I'm no, trying. no, I, I definitely not doing that. Workers comp keeps a, uh, a tight, uh, a tight tabs on uh, what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. So uh, there's no, uh, no, no, no dangerous things. So. Abe, thank you. Man, I can't thank believe you, it's been Abe. over two yeah. hours already. Wow. Just it crazy. Fast, it, it My pleasure, fast. guys. And honestly, thank you for letting me come on and talk to everybody and answer whatever questions. Always appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much. And then uh, we'll see you uh, next uh, uh, Wednesday night during the uh, the broadcast with uh, Southern Draw. Peace, so, everybody. See you. Uh, Take care, Abe. Um, oh, I didn't see that Jess and Elizabeth were on. Hello, ladies. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't have the the comments pulled up. Yeah. I had so many things going up on uh, on screen. Um, <laughs> next week, like I said, uh, uh, Robert and Sharon Holt of Southern Draw Cigars. We're going to be uh, the four of us, uh, Jess and I, and uh, Karen Jen will be on the show uh, uh, next Monday night. We're going to be talking with them. I know we had Robert on last year, but we've never 
had Sharon on. I've never talked with her, so I don't, you know, we'll dive into their and relationship. What? Jen is now smoking cigars. And Jen, uh, uh, Care's better half, is now a uh, an official cigar smoker. Yes. So uh, I sent her a couple. Now share that. Yes, I you now share that. You found the freaking fortress of solitude. <laughs> yes. So, so all right. Um, let's see. Make sure you're following uh, our, our, our guest tonight, Abe Dababna. Smoke in all, on all the social medias. Links are in the video description, podcast description below. Uh, make sure you're following uh, uh, me, Cigar Prop, producer Jessica, Caraviahante of Stogie Road Cigars on all the social medias. Links in the show notes down below. Um, thank you uh, once again to all of our show partners for making this uh, happen each and every week. Thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amandola Cigars, We Are the Muscle, Veritas Cigars, Illusione Cigars, Deep in Flavor, Deep in Your Mind, um, K by Karen Burger Cigars, Corona Cigar, and of course Drew Estate, and Experience Acid. Care, some parting thoughts. That's it. Out of the 380-some-odd <laughs> cigars, the, the sweet, the, uh, the uh, silent green number three came in at like 230. That's it. So we, we were on a list. We were on, on a list. A, on a so, list that provided the cigars for a list. So silent green, uh, 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 Stogie Road Cigars, VSR Cigar Fam, those are still available. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the Buddy Bundle, so if you didn't get the cigar that is sweeping the list across two lists now uh, across the nation. Um, two of the blends. What? That, that's list. it. That's it. Two you know, blends, one trick. list. And uh, so, yeah. So, all right, everybody. Uh, um, we'll see you next week.